Welcome back, guys. I uh, I had to take a break last week. It was Fourth of July weekend. I don't have any real excuses on why I didn't put the podcast out. I just didn't. I uh, it was a long, wild weekend to be honest, and I kept putting it off, putting it off. You know, just I don't know if you guys had a good Fourth of July weekend, but mine was pretty good. You know, drinks, fireworks, uh, good people, good times, all that great stuff. And uh, so, yeah, I apologize. I just, uh, it's not like I didn't even, it's not like I was missing an episode. I had an episode ready to go, but uh, I slipped. But here we go. I'm bringing it back. We're back on track. Episode 57 with a very good friend of mine, Kristen Thomas. You guys remember her from uh, way back when. Sex coach. She's back. Guys, this is you guys loved having her back the first you guys loved having her the first time. You're gonna love having her back. This was a good time. I am lucky to call her my friend. Uh ever since our last episode, we have uh stayed in touch and have become I'd consider her a good friend. I uh I appreciate her thoughts and her opinions. She's really smart. I love what she's doing for Kansas City and in the Kansas City community. Yeah, we joke around and say sex coach because that's like the name-grabbing thing. But she's so much more than that. And uh, again, guys, welcome her back. Enjoy this one. And uh, and she has her own podcast now. It's called Keep Them Coming. So guys, wherever you find podcasts, just keep them coming. And uh, you can find her Open the Doors Coaching. Um, we get into all that stuff. This is fun. She's great. Episode 57. Here we go. Start right. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. We'll know topic is off limits. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Voida Soul. Oh, wait, one more thing for me. Thank you for coming to the Inner Podcast. Boom to watch. I do the three, two, one. <laughs> Go. That's so funny. What's up, Kristen? You're back. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Can I get a fist bump? Boom. Yeah. Everybody, one of the most listened to and watched episodes of the podcast, Kristen, sex coach, Thomas, in the house. She returns. I am back. And it was uh lots happened since I was here. A ton has happened yeah. since you got back here. Or yeah. All good things. All good things. Let's start with let's start with your podcast. You Yeah. I believe I told you to start a podcast. You did. You did. You and you were, you know, you stayed in touch with me and you kept asking, like, when are you gonna start it? When are you gonna start it? Oh yeah. You helped me come up with my name for my podcast, man. What's the name of your podcast? Keep them coming with open the doors coaching. Keep them coming. That's right. Yeah, I like double entendres. That you do. I remember that <laughs> from uh, your business card. Yeah. What's it say again? You remember? Head coach. Yeah. Owner Re- and oh, head coach. Yep. Owner and head coach. Yeah. Usually people chuckle at that when I'm at the LGBT chamber. They get the joke. They understand. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is just a little too stuffy, and they pretend yes. they're laughing on the inside, though. That or just goes <clears throat> completely over their head. Right. So you've got. Uh, 11 episodes or something? Yeah. That's awesome. How's it been I'm going? I'm doing like two a week. I do a full interview on Wednesdays usually, and then on Fridays, a mini cast. I had a little 
little break there in June just because I went to Bonnaroo this year. So that's ambitious. Two a week. Yeah. You do one solo one, your little mini cast that mm-hmm. you call it. It's just me talking about a subject or answering a listener question. In a closet? Yeah. Yeah, I record those in my closet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't have a studio like this, man. You can't, I, you know, I, you're no. little, just, just far enough away from me that it's not quite convenient to come over here and use your studio. Yep. But, you know, there may be days where I, I may give you a holler and say, like, hey, can I bring a guest over and record over here? It's even changed since last time we came over here. It's gotten, yeah. it's gotten better. It looks better. Sounds better. Yeah. Awesome. So, All yeah. All good stuff for you, too. A- yeah. Ambitious doing two a week. And you've got enough in the bank that, like, you can actually do yeah. that. Yeah, I've got several Because I know episodes. you. Because I know you. it took you a long time to even get started because you wanted to make sure. I think I had seven recorded before I got started. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I wanted to make sure that, you know, this was something that I would actually be able to still consistently come up with good ideas. Mm-hmm. So it is a sexology-based podcast i talk about dating relationships and sex so um you know it's not just about me talking about stuff i'm interviewing people who are either doing things um like lgbt activism um i have an upcoming episode with a feng shui expert talking about the things that you can do for your bedroom to to make sure that you're you know keeping the romance going huh who's going to be doing that feng shui other than married couples right well, do a lot no, of, there were some things that she recommended no, for I single think, people, I, too. I think you should, but who thinks about that? Well, here's That's an example she gave of. for single people. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that she had a client who she was just not not attracting hardly anybody that was staying for the long term. So she went into her room, and she had, and even throughout the house, I guess, she had all these images of single women, whether it was a picture of just one person or a piece of art that was just one person. She's like, you've got to have art that's pairs. If you're wanting two people to be here, everything in here says you want to be single. So she adjusted her artwork for her. So So it's kind of like messing with the subconscious. Yeah. Energy's all around us, man. I don't always get into the, the woo-woo stuff with everybody, but I also spent this last weekend at a uh, the Midwest Women's Retreat. And yeah, I went to Bonnaroo. And oh, that's why I thought you were going things. Bonnaroo. No, I mean, <laughs> well, I do a lot of things that are kind of... I am I do believe in like energy and intuition and yeah. things like that. So what do you mean and you believe in energy? What does that mean? I got a I got a guy that brought a couple of these crystals. Yeah, so. I noticed that. The amethyst and the quartz. That's been yes. here since since way that's uh, since the beginning. No, those are good. Those are good for communication and yeah. That's what he said there. I don't know. He doesn't strike me too much as a woo-woo guy, but he was kind of like, <laughs> "Hey, you know, with a sheepish grin, these kind of bring good energy or whatever. They I was do. Like, yeah. All right. I noticed them when I sat down. Yeah. I have a little bowl of crystals every morning. I decide what I need, just whatever calls to me. Called? I'll put it in my pocket or my bra <laughs> because it's on my heart line. And a lot of pants or outfits I'm wearing don't have a pocket in the front. Uh, so. What's the... I mean, I kind of laugh at it. I don't... I don't. It's fine if it's, you don't... You know, it's cool to not believe. Like, I, I don't not think it's... it's it's I not, don't put that much stake into yeah. it. It just is for me. It's. I guess I don't understand. I don't know. I, it just sounds funny. I've never looked into it. It just sounds, they're just crystals. I mean. Well, like, have you ever done the tarot? Sci- what's the science behind it? I like science. I know you like science. I do as well. So I, I'm not really a, a churchgoer or anything like that. I consider myself more spiritual and mm-hmm. I just happen to fall more into, um, I guess, just earthly things where okay. it's about that. It's cool. I got nothing Again, against it. Like, I have like them on my energy. I have them here for a manifesting. reason. Manifesting. I know like the secret. 
Have you heard The Secret before? Oh, okay. Yeah. Again, I'm not yeah. I'm not one out there who's like, you need to read The Secret if you've not read The Secret. Okay. Read it if you want. If you don't, yeah. fine. Law of, but tra- there, the law, of attraction. law of attraction. There yes. is something to be said about whatever energy you're putting out there is what you're going to get back. I mean, <clears> you've <throat> seen people who are super, super sure. negative. All they get is negativity back. Mm-hmm. People who are really positive have positive things happen in their lives. It's not yeah. a coincidence. And there is there is actually a little bit of science behind that though. Mm-hmm. Like if the when you get down to quantum physics, yeah. When you if you you can trick your brain if you just smile off if you just smile throughout the day, just tell yourself make yourself smile. Neurolinguistics. And if you also t- just tell yourself like a couple positive things a day, tell mm-hmm. yourself three positive things during Up. the day that you're you're happy for, thankful Gratitude. for. Gratitude. There's actual science behind that stuff. So I yeah. yeah, so that's all about energy too. Yeah. Again, I spent this last weekend at the Midwest Women's Retreat. What, um, is, what is the Midwest Women's Retreat? It was hosted by uh, Gal. It was a retreat for women. Okay. For, we taught, had several different speakers talk about several different areas. And one of those things was uh, about manifestation and energy. She actually did, did a tarot reading for me this weekend, which I, I, I believe in that too. Um, it, Witchcraft. <laughs> Witchcraft. Oh my Witchcraft. God. <laughs> this lady, I'm. You know what? <coughs> Fill Excuse the tub me. up. We're gonna see if she drowns or not. Burn me at the stake, Lord. Yeah, burn me at the stake. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, you got me off topic now. Thinking about Sorry. all that stuff. It's okay. Now I'm thinking about Monty Python and. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, really? Monty yeah, that's Python? where my mind went. Why? <laughs> I love Monty Python. Oh, she's a witch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm totally a witch. I'm. That's fine. Call me a witch. I've, no, had, I've was, actually had a couple people in the last week be like, "Are you a witch?" Yep. Maybe. I'm just messing. You have. You know, I'm messing with you. I, I don't I believe you're a real witch. I wish I can you were. fold a fitted sheet. You can fold a fitted sheet. Yeah. Can't you? Yeah, I can. Well, people who say people say that people who can fold a fitted sheet are witches. It's just. A oh, joke, that's funny. Yeah, I've seen that on the internet. Okay. Yeah. Love the internet. Yeah, the, the last guy I was dating, I was like changing my sheets, and he saw that and his jaw dropped, and I was like, "Yes, I can fold a fitted sheet. Fitted sheet. I'm fitted a sweet. witch. Fitted sweet. Sorry, that's between the caffeine and the whatever I had on the way over here. Oh my! What did you have on the way over here? Nanya, don't worry. <clears throat> Nanya, okay, but no, obviously I keep the crystals here for a reason. I mean, I don't knock it. I wasn't going to throw them out. I'm like, all right, if they bring good energy, he says it. They do. Uh. I've had fun every single one of my podcasts. I'm Perfect. not saying it's because of the crystals, but I'm not saying it's not because of that either. You're turning me into a. Uh, I'm coming a over to your side. Yeah, woo woo. Getting a woo woo. What others? What's another woo woo thing that's uh, that you would you do or are into? Hmm. Nothing else. I mean, what? Well, I don't know. Like, what I consider normal is probably what other people consider woo woo. So yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me to kind of. But you pick that. a crystal every well, single like day. Said, every day you're so like, what usually, calls me? Sh- this usually, and then I carry yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Whether it's uh, I have like a, a raw garnet that's my birthstone, or it's a piece of jewelry I put on for purpose. Are there like, bad crystals out there? Uh, it's it's not so much about bad. It's just sometimes <clears throat> they can carry negativity, and you've got to recharge them in <laughs> sunlight or moonlight. So. Okay. Yeah. Um. I love it. <laughs> I wore my turquoise earrings Friday night because it just something was calling to me about wearing turquoise. So. In a, I bet in a tarot reading on that you. I watched online on YouTube because I've gotten very into that lately. Yeah. I don't know. I had a friend turn me on to it. Now I just can't stop. To what? Tarot readings. There are tarot readers online. You can watch their YouTube channels and get a tarot reading. They just you know do it for your general horoscope reading. Okay. But it's been 
freaky because how YouTube works with their algorithm, once you start on one kind of topic, then the next is feeding into the next right. video. They're freaky, like consistent. Hmm. Freak me the fuck out a few times. Give where me I'm an like, example. How long, just have, how long have you been doing cards. this? Oh, only like two weeks. Okay. okay. So I had a breakup at the beginning of the month. Okay. We weren't together that long, but like it hit but me kind of hard because I liked him a lot. I loved him. I'm fine with saying that. Um, but yeah, I had a friend who's also kind of, she's a massage therapist and does aerial work. She's like, look, I just got turned on to this guy that has a YouTube channel by a mutual friend of ours. Let's watch it. Let's see what it says. And like within two minutes, it was just freaky accurate and I'm bawling, but I kept watching his videos. Well, then I start going down that rabbit hole How do you on start? the internet. Well, like, how did you start? Did you put in eat, your day, I'd month? I put in his channel, which was Eat, Read, Love, Capricorn eat, Daily. And then that's just a like, long name. Eat, Read, Love is just his channel. Okay. And then like and then my horoscope's Capricorn and then like the daily for it. So. And so I would go to Scorpio and uh-huh. go to the daily and every single day. And then there's like he has monthlies. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he does it for like two or three day periods. But he anyway, d- people people will post videos all the time. And yeah, they I'm getting like similar cards, similar readings, similar like messages from all of them. It's what's been kind of like frequently. But the good news is all they've been saying is I need to pay attention to what's in front of me, not not what's behind me. Just be myself and I know what energy I need to put out there into the universe right now. And I'm just doing myself right now. That's so. what you got to do. Yep. No matter what. Mm-hmm. Even if you got to fake it sometimes. Because mm. you got to trick your brain. It's <clears throat> the fake it till you make it. Yeah, that's the easy no, way not, to No, I'm put not saying it. all the time. But every right. now and then you got to. Every now and then it is about just, you know what you got to focus on. Just focus on that. Positive mm. energy. That's I, uh, wish, I wish nothing bad for anybody out there. It was not. It was not a bad breakup. It was just a not not meant to be right now. So, well, cheers to the future. It wasn't meant to be. You got some good things out of it. No lessons. Learned. I did a podcast on Friday about. So I ran into a street sign. You couple, ran. What? I, I ran into a street sign. How long did you like? <laughs> how long was it the last time to you you saw him? Uh, the street beginning. sign. The street sign. What? You ran into a street sign like okay, it was an old so, friend or something. No, like I literally ran. Oh, into physically, it, like ran physically ran into, ran into a street sign. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> I had a huge knot here, uh, but I, I turned it into a lesson about breakups, this which is did like that recently too. Pain. I'm clumsy. I do run into things, but as I said on my little podcast, there is no fucking street sign that should be low enough that at five five I run into it because that's low to the ground. Anyway, that's pretty low. That is. Uh, but it was over by the Nelson Atkins. I just, like, I heard someone running up behind me. So I, like, stopped just to make sure I was safe. And the gal didn't realize, like, she scared me. And then she kind of realized what happened. And we had a little chuckle about it. Uh, and then I turned around and went straight into right it. Right in front of her? Yes. Oh, that's embarrassing. But at least it was right at my hairline. Because I had a big knot, but nobody could see it. If it had been just right here, it would have been like, Phew. Anyway. And <sighs> so I, I said to her. I guess this is a lesson and I need to be paying attention to what's in front of me, not what's behind me. Yep. So as I'm walking to my car and I'm rubbing my head, I'm like, that was the universe telling you something, Kristen. Wow. Because I had been so stuck on the breakup in the past. So, yeah. So I turned it into a podcast. I sat in my closet (laughs) with my little Zoom recorder and recorded a podcast. You love podcasting? Is it something you, did you like it more than you thought? I mean, I have... I'm good at conversations. Yeah. You know, a lot of times that's all it is, is we're just sitting down having a conversation. So. And it's 
working out like you're getting like good enough numbers like are you surprised with your numbers and, i mean like, happy? i don't like, know what numbers i'm supposed to have but i'm like I mean, i'm excited when you, i look at my numbers and i'm num- like yeah, yeah okay cool that's then that's the numbers you're supposed to have there you go there is no number it's and just, it just whatever keeps growing, makes you because I mean, as more and more thing. people mm-hmm. get turned on to it they are going back and you're and all over the place you're one of those uh busy people you know the, the gal hosting the retreat this weekend when I got done with my talk, she's like, you know, she's kind of like a local celebrity. She's on TV all the time. She's on Better KC. She's doing this, that. And we were lucky to have her. I'm like, no, I was I was lucky to be there. Because, I mean, not only did I get to speak about sexual healing to a room full of women. That's a good song. Yeah, right? It is. <laughs> um, but I learned a lot myself, too. So I was happy to be there. Cool. Yeah. Do you like being on the uh, KC TV 5? What's so, that like? Like live, that live times, TV right? is, is live nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah. But like being on here, you don't edit. So this whatever I see on here live. is just going. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are you like live streaming on YouTube? No. Okay. No. But I mean, but it basically, basically is basically live because is. you're not going to cut anything yeah, out. Yeah. All I do is add my yeah. intro and song. See, I, I edit. Yeah. And that's fine. Most people do. I'm just too lazy. <laughs> I know. We've had this conversation. Yeah. Before. It's actually uh, not the laziness. So, I just like the rawness of it. You know, I want whatever you say. Like, yeah. It's out there. I mean, pretend it's live. Yep. You'll hear my swallows. You'll hear me, hear me set my cup down. Do all that. That's what people oh, like. Okay. They like the realness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The swallows. The swallows. The swallows. <laughs> Is that, uh, that's what you're, your, your mini cast should be called the swallows. Oh, Lord. Keep them coming and the swallows. <laughs> <laughs> I said it's not a terrible idea. <laughs> I know it's not. Yeah, no, the, like that was fun the way that you helped me come up with that name. He was, you were just texting me saying, well, what about this name? What about this name? Because you were, you were peer pressuring me into getting this going. Yeah, because I, because I know you've been wanting to do it for a while. And, and every time I talked to you, you would have an excuse. And I don't like, I don't like excuses. I mean, and there's, you know, I don't getting like excuses, your equipment something. I, I don't like excuses that can be easily fixed. Touche. Okay. Th- it, there's also, Admittedly, because it's, there was it's some deeper, fear exactly. of putting myself out there. Because once you put yourself out there, like it's just it is. I'm not dumb. I know that's yeah. what I know what that I know that's the real excuse. That's why I was like, fuck that. No, no. Go ahead and go. Then make. Let, then no, that's why I was like, says, all right. Then we're getting we're getting you a name right now. Then yeah, let's get your name. As Brene Brown says, you got to stop living your life being small. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's just based in fear when you're living small, and shrinking yourself. I'm not meant to sit small. No. Mm-mm. I know you're not. Tall. I yeah. remember the first time you were on, you want to be like the doc, uh, Ruth, Dr. Ruth. So you know Ruth. what card I keep drawing? No. Motherfucking Empress. Yeah? I'm glad you're my friend. <laughs> I'm glad you're my friend. Oh, thanks. I'll take you along for the ride. Please do. Please well, you're do. the one that's going to get best podcast in Kansas City this year. I, I no, I'm not. <laughs> I I hope I just get nominated. I honestly hope I just get the nomination and I'm on the I ballot. I voted for you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. That's crazy. You have your own podcast and you voted for me and you've Why been wouldn't on. I? And you. I be- just got started. Okay. Let me get some time under my belt. You've got what fifty something episodes? Sixty. Uh, fifty <clears throat> five, fifty five, fifty six, fifty seven. This will be fifty seven. See, there you go. Yep. Yeah, I need. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been a ride. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, like I said, I just hope to get the nomination. I'm not going to win. There's a lot of good podcasts in Kansas City. I do listen to a couple of them, mm-hmm. but 
I mean, what do you like at, at this point? What do you listen to? Uh, what well, are local I did like ones? Open Belly. Open Belly is yeah. great. Yeah, she um, was on here. Rich Dad Roundtable. Rich Dad Roundtable. Yeah, okay. I was on their show too. Okay. So I like still listening to their. So I listen to yours. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of podcasts right there between that and my other ones. Trust so. me, I know. Plus, I I know you say you don't listen to your own, but I re-listen to mine just to make sure that it sounds good on different devices. Like, not yeah. necessarily the whole thing, but I will try to do it like a once through, at least on, on my phone to see what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So, and I, make sure I edit it properly and I didn't fuck something up there. I, I listen a little bit here and there. It's just, I don't know. I, <laughs> I feel like I already, I'm already talking to myself enough in my head. And if and I'm going to take a break, I need either. to take a break from myself. Yeah. I can't just listen to myself. I know. It is kind of hard listening to my own stuff. That, that's why it's easier to just do the live TV stuff. It's short, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that like I said, that is a lot of fun, but it is nerve wracking. I'd like to do that. That'd be cool. They would never have me on there. We've had this discussion. Did I tell I you? Mean, Action what? 41 News. Hmm. They So they have a podcast. Okay. Uh, and... They do their own little podcast, but they're also one of the things they've they've made a statement on is with their podcast. What they want to do is have other local podcasters on to mm-hmm. kind of showcase and promote and help help local podcasters out. Okay. And so I sent them an email saying, "Hey, I'm you know Ryan and Neander talk blah blah blah. If you guys are you know made a little joke, if you're ever desperate enough that you need another local podcaster, I happen to do one, mm-hmm. and I've been doing it for a while." Check me out. I'd come on your podcast because I'll do anybody's podcast. Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I lo- love podcasting. I'll have your episode up soon. All right. Yeah. See, anyone out there in Kansas City or anywhere, have, I'll be on your podcast. Um, What was I saying? Gosh, so 41. Oh, so yes. So I sent him that and uh, the guy was like, well, um, uh, the producer's on vacation. When he gets back, I'll I'll discuss it with him and show share it with him. So a couple of weeks go by. <laughs> And uh, he sends me this long email. It says, Ryan, uh, he got back. We checked out your podcast. We really liked it. Uh, but unfortunate, basically, unfortunately, because of the uh, adult content and nature of it, uh, we don't f- we feel like we would get a lot of flack for having you on mm. type thing. So Kay. basically saying you're too dangerous. If we uh-huh. had you on our podcast and people saw what your podcast is, they'd give us shit for having you on our show. Gotcha. We can't promote that. So I guess I wouldn't be on there either then. You're on KCTV5. You're a bit different. You're I, not. But they bill me as a relationship coach uh-huh. when I'm on TV. They don't call me a sex coach. And I they say have... I'm a relationship dating and sex coach. Yeah. So. I just say the sex coach is for the. Catches people's attention. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every podcast I've been on, they just pretty much call me a sex coach. Yeah. Which I've been on several lately. So Oh, and Startup Hustle. That's another one I listen to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good ones around mm-hmm. here. You yeah. run another one, the Realennials. Yes, yes, I listen to their. Well, they're so. I don't know. Something's going with their Apple, and that's usually what I listen to. So I watch their videos. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah they're a couple of cool friends. So. Nice. Yeah, folks my age and other. Uh, they're more focused on like music and art, which is an important part of my life. So I kind of I like their stuff. How great's Kansas City? Oh, amazing! I'm constantly telling people like I'm wearing a. T-shirt, actually, from a Be gal that's are. local. Be who you are. Yeah. Happy Pride Month. I know this probably won't air before the end of Pride Month, but. No. Uh, next Monday. Nope. Sorry. Pride Month's over. What? Today's the last day? Tomorrow? Well, How tomorrow. many days are in this month? 30. Today's day 30? It's Sunday. Yeah. Oh, so, shoot. Yeah. 
I'm late on my trash bill. <laughs> They're going to charge me extra. I have to call tomorrow first thing in the morning. Back on track. I love Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> no, Casey's awesome. I'm constantly telling people. I mean, I, I host an Airbnb at my place, too. So I'm always just talking up our city and helping people find fun things to do around here. Well, because I, I only said because you are so involved with the city. Mm-hmm. Like doing all these podcasts, doing the shows, and then you're always in the community going to like these little creative type, whatever. I don't know, mm-hmm. m- meetups and yeah, cool things. I'm always going to stuff. Always I wish on I the could. Go. Do, I wish I had the time to do that. It's just my job won't let me. And then you got I, a job and kids. Yeah, so. I'm living the single lady life in the city. So cheers to that. You want to borrow my kids for a couple months? Fuck no. Oh, they're cute. They're great. They're mainly Are they potty, all potty trained. trained? Mainly. <laughs> mostly. I don't even dog sit. Are you kidding me? Well, you're just because you're a cat lady. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> but. I didn't say a crazy cat lady. I am a cat you're lady. You're just a cat lady yes. that, you know, happens to have a couple. You have a couple I like, cats? I like dogs. I have two cats, yes. I couple like dogs. Cats. I just haven't had one She's in a while. She's into tarot. She's into crystals. Single. Talk Not crazy. All, talk about sex all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have pink it. hair. Pink hair, don't care. Yeah. So I had to call my mom before some social media posts hit with that women's retreat. I was like, hey, so a couple things to tell you. Went down the list. I was like, and I have pink hair. And she's like, what? In her mind, she had like fluorescent, like hot pink in my, Mm -hmm. like, what's on my shirt. But it's just rose gold. And it's just temporary. It's just overtone. There's this chick I follow on Instagram. I did it for Bonnaroo. You got to, right? Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. There's this chick I follow on on Bonnaroo. (laughs) On Instagram. Her name is Doze Before Bros. D O E S. She's a she's a hunter. Okay. Um, I mean, she hunts bear, uh-huh. elk, deer, whatever. Okay. And she's got super super bright ass, bright fluorescent pink hair. It's really cool. I guess I'll help prevent her from getting shot when she's out hunting. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It probably it's helps. Good safety measure. Uh huh. <laughs> I have a hot pink wig, so I think that's when I told my mom pink. That's what she had in mind. So that's what I. That's what I like think. When wanted. someone says they got, they're gonna get pink hair. I think it's gonna be like, yeah, no, bam. But that's almost cold. like a strawberry. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. The ombre. How come guys ombre. can't do that? They can. Straight guys. How come straight guys can't do that? Who says they can't? Come on. No, for real. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That takes. A, I don't know. I mean, to do like that, you think I could rock uh, a strawberry hair? If you wanted to, why not? I just, I, I just don't think. I've seen guys do it, it for be. like breast cancer awareness month. Sure, for her cause. Yeah. Okay, so that's like for the start. A cause? I would. So do here's it for the thing. So it's about breaking social norms, right? Right. But you doing that would be a violation of the social norm for a no, heterosexual think, man, right? No, well, it's not. And it would it's cast not judgment that, it's just, upon I don't think you it would and look attention. Good. It wouldn't look good. And people would ask you questions and make assumptions about you, right? Pro- I don't know. I would think. If it was bright fluorescent, I think it'd be like, oh, that dude's obviously gay. But if I did something like roll, so, what do you call it? Rolled gold? Rose gold. Rose gold. Uh-huh. Rolled gold. I think uh-huh. those are pretzels. Yes. <laughs> if I did rose Me gold, pe- then people would be like, huh. Then they'd have questions. So what if they did? I wouldn't even know how to answer it. I think it looks good or I'm just trying to have people approach me. I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to say, I just wanted to see what it looks like. But it's just not like what guys do. Chicks do that stuff all the time. But guys, you know, we don't do that. Again, because that's what society has said is not okay, right? 
I don't know. Is that why? Or is it just because it wouldn't look good? I'm asking you. I just don't think it would look good. You'd have to bleach your hair out a little bit for your hair color. Mm-hmm. I, look, I've I've always been a freak with my hair. I've done... The, I've done it all. My best I've, friend I've had, had mine, blue hair when I met him. I had mine green. Mm-hmm. I've had dreadlocks. I've shaved oh, it. Oh, so I've green, a, like masculine colors are okay, but it's the rose gold that's too much? Well, this oh, hold on. This was back when I was younger when Green Day first came out. <sighs> and bleaching your hair and dyeing it was like super punk. And I wanted and to, cool. yeah, I wanted to have the bright got bright it, green. Cause yeah, Billy, Billy Joe, Joe had Armstrong, it, yeah. Armstrong made it cool. Yeah. That, I mean, that was like 94. That was like 94. Flea has done all sorts of crazy colors with his hair. Yeah. Yeah. But he's different. He's uh, he's he, Flea. He's not, he's well, not a mailman. He's not Billy a mailman. So <laughs> but uh, uh, bleaching is different. I can do the bleaching. It's a little wild. I think it has some more 90s, though. Who does that anymore? I mean, I've seen it. Dudes? A lot of dudes are bleaching their hair? I've seen it. In the Midwest? Yeah. Really? Again, I live and work in the city, so I see a lot of variety. Yeah. You're out here in the burbs. I go down to this. I'm in the city all the time. I like I like going down there. Mm-hmm. Pay, crossroads. Up, pay attention. Get off the phone. Pay attention when you're in the crossroads. That's what I do. I just look at them, and I just look at it as normal, though. I don't, yeah, I don't ever think about yeah. it. I'm not thinking about it till now. But, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Bleach it. Give it a try if you want. I just don't think I would look good. What, what what would I do, ladies? Yeah, I but you're a dude, so it'll grow out fast. You yeah, don't oh, like I don't, it, you look, shave I've, it, and I, it grows out. Yeah, I've, I've, I do everything with my hair. I'm not afraid. I go. just don't know what would look good. What would look good? What would I do that would be like social, breaking a social norm that would look good, though? I've seen guys do full-on silver, like the silver fox. Ooh, yes. When they're younger. I like the silver fox. Look. Silver fox? I could mm-hmm. go silver. Is that like <clears> platinum <throat> or something like that? No, no, no. Silver. Like, like gray. Like, yeah. Like, dye my hair gray. You have to bleach it and then dye it is the thing for your hair color. You have to bleach it first and then put the gray in, the huh. silver in. Yeah, silver is a whole thing. So, so I would want to look. I would look older. I'm already old. This would make me look so much. Especially older. with that beard, yeah. <laughs> but it's I don't know. I've uh, I've dated guys who are completely silver haired, and I think it's sexy as hell. So, hmm. although I do get some flack from some of my younger friends they're like ew he's old i'm like he's only like 70 years older than me or four years one guy was only four years older than me and he's got completely silver hair and it's but a full head of silver hair yeah it's sexy yeah mm-hmm. i concur mm-hmm. Hmm. miss california concur i uh <laughs> i don't know miss california you got me concur. Th- you got me thinking here I don't know. I I've, I don't know. I don't want to bite off more than I can chew that I already have mm. with this podcast, but it's, I don't know. I'd think about it. How much would it cost to do all that? I don't know how much for short hair. Maybe I'm curious. Because I can do hair. Perfect. There you go. Hmm. Got the hook up. I guess I can just shave it. Everybody's going to laugh at me. Ah, oh, there it is. That's no, I don't what care. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. I do so many things. I get laughed at every day. It's just my coworkers. They're just giving me a lot of shit. <laughs> huh. I think you should I think you should try it. <clears throat> do it. Golly, do that it, would feel do I, it. I don't know. Do it. I might. I'll think about it. Okay. Huh. Peer you peer pressured me into getting my stuff going with po- the podcast, so this is the thing no, I'm gonna well, peer pressure you. Well on. that's a big difference. No, come on. All right, anyways. Yours is less financial risk, and again, you can easily shave your head and remedy the situation if you don't like it. 
I'll do it closer. How about if I do it? Clo- I do my podcast and put myself out there and people hate it like it's in the ether. And I can't How about if I do it. it closer to hunting season? That way I'll be shaving my head anyways. Sure, Ooh, but whatever. what if I like it? But what if I like it? I like your head shaved. You like my head shaved? You do? Huh. Oh, there you go. Whatever. Just matters what you like, but it does matter what I like. I she might not even be around. And that's the whole point. Doesn't matter if someone laughs at you for having silver hair, or hot pink hair. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, yes. You got some questions for me, Miss New Podcaster out there? We can do a swap cast. We could do a swap. We're doing a swap cast. I'm gonna run this on mine, and then you can run this episode on yours too. Okay. Yeah. Like a crossover. Mm-hmm. We just air the same episode on each other's. Yep. Hmm. But mine's going out next week. Okay. Next Monday. Well, I could do mine this Wednesday. I mean, I don't, I don't have anything necessarily. I think that's timely right now. So, let's talk about Pride Month. Here we go. Pride Month. Yeah. We were talking about Kansas City. Yes, we were. So, I don't know. Hmm. You're putting me on the spot here now, suddenly asking you questions. I wasn't ready for that. Well, boom. How how much of it you should always be on? Always be on. Be ready. Always as a podcast. It's been a long weekend with this retreat, let me tell yeah. you. And, yeah. Yeah, you were on all weekend, huh? I was on all weekend. And it's yeah. early in the morning. It's early. This, yeah. is my first, this is my first sober podcast. I got up before podcast. dawn yesterday. Did you say kangaroo? What? Oh, my gosh. Kangaroo? Does that mean we're getting off the rails? No, what? no, 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 no. We can bring that up after you ask me a couple of questions. Well, okay, Miss Sex Coach. What do you think? Here's a good topic. What is your experience, knowledge with uh, gas station sex pills? <laughs> Just don't. Really? really? Don't. Don't? Don't. Come on. Really? Why? What? Why? Do you know anything about them? Have you tried them? Do you no. know anyone that's tried them? I would never. I would never try those. Really? No. I, I just can't imagine. It any, okay. No. No. Because what, what, what's the purpose, really? What like, is the purpose? You're trying to extend your... Okay. There's ways to do that without a medication or a supplement or a pill. You're trying to get an erection. Like, that stuff's not really going to get you hard. Huh. If you're having an issue with an erection, you have a medical issue and you need to go see a doctor. What if it's just uh, enhance it? Or what enhance if it's what? just a mess? Who enhance knows? Enhance what? What if it's... Uh, where they think they're trying to either increase your size, that doesn't really work. They're trying to extend your, your or not let you, not prevent premature ejaculation. That's what guys are worried about is PE. Huh, yeah. Or early ejaculation. P-E. There's ways to do that P-E. without. <laughs> yeah, there's ways to do that without anything. You want to know how? Uh, yeah, I do. Can I see your bottle? It's going to be a little more phallic than my Starbucks. All right, so. This is your penis. This is where your balls are. So it's from the front. Okay. Base the shaft. Where? Hold on. So she's grabbing it. She's grabbing this this bottle. She's grabbing it Base by the, the shaft, shaft with her left hand. Doesn't matter what. what it just it's about the the spot. So if the balls are right here. Balls are underneath. Where the penis meets. Where the penis meets the scrotum. balls on the bottom part. Push on that. Push on that. Yeah. And that'll prevent you from if you feel like you're getting to that point of no return and you're about to have an orgasm. You push on that push and on that, that will. Slow it down. Slow. Mm-hmm. And prevent you from having an orgasm. So you don't know anything about them, though. You're just saying, <coughs> no, they're not going to do anything. But why do them? Those, I, just, I just can't imagine that those things are actually healthy or safe. Right. They're gimmicky. 
Don't and they're me. a waste of money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would not recommend taking anything like that. I mean, seriously, you're going to buy a medication, something you're going to put in your body from a gas station. <laughs> or a sex shop. What if it came from a sex shop or Amazon? Again, it's just gimmicky. It's just another thing to try and get your money. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah. So part of why I'm having a hard time thinking of questions for you is because the questions that I might normally ask a guest, like someone you are dating is sitting right here. So that's hard for me to go into some of the questions because it's like I'm interviewing both of you. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say, what are we? What are we over here? You cool? Situationship. Pretend, pretend she's not here. <sighs> pretend I'm not here. Pretend she's not here. Okay. Okay. Still hard for me. Why? I, I don't know. We're don't. open. We're okay. O- there you well, go. We're Perfect. Okay. So you're in an open relationship is what you're saying? Or you're open-minded? Yep. You're open to talking about you things? You got it. Okay. So how has your dating life been since you're a single dad in the city? Hmm. So, single life, being a dad in the city, it's difficult because I have my kids every weekend. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, most people, obviously, the nights are go out are Friday and Saturday. And I can do that every now and then, but that's extra cost. You know, that's a sitter cost. Yeah, and but if you're just going out for dinner, are they... Are you asking for a weeknight dinner or are you just assuming that they'll say no? No, no, no. I, I, it's, I'm just saying that's part of it. So when you're dating, you have to it's switch. That's part of the switch for me is learning to or, or just trying to date on weeknights. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to do things on weeknights for the most part. Um, and so that's just uh, it's it's just a hurdle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And also at my age, when you're dating other people, you're dating other women usually have kids. They're usually divorced or most mm-hmm. of the time. Not all the time. There's, the, the, you know, there's those exceptions. Me, right. You, know. you don't have mm-hmm. kids. But a, most, a lot exist, of it, that, the pool, the dating pool. I agree. Pool, I mean, a lot of the guys out there are, exactly. have kids. Yeah. Yeah. At that, I mean, when you're, I'm, you know, 39. 38. At this, yeah. At this age, it's just. We're almost 40. Uh, <laughs> you know. My mom's like, keep, stop saying that. Stop saying that. I know. I just, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm hit 40. Oh, that's gross. Ah, anyways. So so then when you're dating uh, other women that also have kids, you're dealing with their schedule too. And a lot of guys have their kids on the weekends. And so a lot of women have their kids during the week. And mm, that's when I'm free. Okay. Well. So there's this, like, oh, okay, well, sometimes I'm open on Wednesdays. And so you're, you're just, it's really difficult just not only to meet people, and to find someone you like or connect or whatever, it's just hard to ha- even find someone that you connect with or, ha- or not even connect with, but like meet and talk to and like start developing a little bit of conversation to where you're going to maybe be interested in meeting a person. Mm-hmm. Like if you're online dating and then you, you have to then hope they have available time, like enough free time too. that. Hey, if stuff's cool, it's not just once a week. Yeah. Well, What's wrong with it just being once a week for a while? Nothing. It just depends on what you're looking Let's for. Let's take it slow. Yeah, for sure. But then I don't, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I think that's part of the problem with dating these days is people try to like move things along too too quickly. I'm all about, yeah, for sure. I want to take things slow. Seeing each other once a week is a 
good way to look well, at it. Well, I don't want to say, but no, I, I just say like down the line. Yeah, that's true. Like, hey, if there be, is, yeah, like, it's hard to make that forever. If, if, yeah. if at some point there's someone I like and I'm only, she's only her one night, she only has one night a week. What happens if we are cool and we kick it and like, who knows, six, seven, eight months down the line, I want to see more than once a week. That's when you start paying for sitters or figuring that out. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, well, so I'm saying, yeah, that's anything just... that comes, like, if you really like the person, you'll figure it out. Like, if there's genuine feelings there, it, so many people think, again, mm-hmm. instead of being present, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm saying, like, pay attention to what's in front of you instead of what's behind you. But what's in front of you is what's presently there, not right. necessarily talking about, like, oh, what's coming in the future. Like, yeah, for that's sure. there, but it's more about being present. Right. Um, I think people are so concerned about, like, what if sure what if this happens what if that happens and yeah they get so wrapped up in that that they aren't focusing on what's right in front of them yeah it's good good advice so you know in those situations you've just got to be present and say like you know does this person even deserve my time for this week or next week you know instead of thinking about what will happen down the line so this is good information to have because, you know, some, well, some part, of my clients are, are divorcees with kids. You know and what I mean? It's, it's part I don't of, have that perspective, so it's good to have. Yeah. It's just, that's, just part of, that's just part of a bigger equation mm-hmm. of just all that stuff. And then also, um, I guess this would also be sp- specific, you know, more to me. But, it's a, but, but, but can be applied to a wide range of men, divorced men with kids is financially mm-hmm. it's it's just i don't have as much money right is it if i wasn't divorced with kids i pay i pay i pay a lot of money a lot of my check i mean i might yeah. as well sign just there you yeah, go so I it's just, like paying it, for dates is not not what you're looking to spend your extra money on all the time all the time i mean yeah right. like it's just yeah and it's yeah i don't know yeah being a, a, a single hey, going, man, a going, single going Dutch is perfectly acceptable for people these days. <sighs> it's yeah, yeah. That's I'm old school. It's so hard to do. Like I, I feel so bad. At, I would not. Ne- I would never ask. Hey, let's go Dutch. I always offer. And, you, and what if tell you, you what, were to say like, would you like to split the? Would here? Would you like me to get it, or would you like to split it? That's a good way to put it. So then that way it's like. I'm happy to get this check, but if you're more comfortable with splitting, because some women would prefer to split the check. But if if I ask a woman that, she's not going to say, oh, I want you to pay for it. That's rude. I think that some are willing to be like, mm, I was expecting you to get that today. Yeah. I, couldn't, I mean, See, I couldn't imagine saying that to if a chick said to me, hey. Do you want to split it or do you just want me to pay? Well, there's there's circumstances where, like, if we plan the date together, like, like, if you pick me up and you're taking me out and you're doing stuff, like, yeah, there's an expectation of you're going to pay for it. However, if, like, we plan things together or maybe we started at some place and then, like, it was my idea to go to the next place, like, in those situations, I feel like there's an expectation of splitting the check because we kind of, like, figured this out together. It's a night out like that Mm -hmm. versus you tell me to, like, you're going to pick me up at 7 and you've got the night plan. That's on you. Yeah. 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 So, like, if you're in a situation like the former where you've kind of, like, maybe you guys met up somewhere. Again, like, that's the thing, too. Some some people are more comfortable meeting somewhere for a date. Mm-hmm. And especially if she picks a place or she asks you, that's one thing, too, that you might say, like, hey. We you would think that, but some 
that's a, that's a situation where you can say like, hey, would you like me to get this? Or were we planning on splitting it here? Because mm-hmm. if she asked you to go do something, there may be the expectation there for splitting it, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, you'd think that. There's a lot of different people out there. There's a lot of people that I've talked. I've talked. You can even just put it in like, should we split this today? You know, especially if she asked. Yeah. I try to stay away. I try. I try to stay away from the Johnson County chicks. <laughs> they're just too, they're just too no, far just away. They're just too far yeah. away. That is quite a drive for you. And they're bougie, as you know what. Are they? You know they are. Please do tell me how bougie they are, you, in you your just, opinion. You just know they are. They've just got this arrogance. My stuff don't stink. Uh, we I'm have not, some Johnson County listeners, Ryan. What about that? There's exceptions to the rules. And, okay. the, and the Johnson County women that are listening to this show, they ain't the bougie, awful, stuffy types. You know what I mean? They hey, can, I they're, mean, they're maybe some real. of my clients are Johnson County girls, so, Right, but, uh, yeah, this is a swap cast. Sorry, Johnson <laughs> County ladies. You know what I mean, too, though. They know what I mean. They know. They'll admit it. They know they're, they're just a little... Well, here's the thing. So, for my listeners that could be in that category, why don't you, as a single man, describe the perception that you have so that they can avoid acting like that? Hmm. Yeah, I, they just got that uptight. They're uptight and, ah, oh gosh, I don't want to generalize, but I guess See? I am. But the ones okay, I've so interacted with. let's not say Johnson, with, there are some there's women. That, okay, here's what I mean. No if matter you're from, where you come yeah. from, who act in a way that you consider bougie. Right. Okay? So define that. Okay, here's and what. And what is unappealing to you about that let me defend. Let me defend myself real quick. Because this is Kansas City talk. Mm-hmm. If I say independence, what are people thinking? I ain't dating some independence chick. <laughs> what are people thinking? Well, hey, I'm from Belton. So what, not from well, Belton. That's the what, thing I say. I'm, I'm not I'm from not Belton ask, to avoid that. Too. I'm not asking what you're thinking. What do other what people What do Kansas say? Cityans say? If, I were to, if we were having the same conversation, said, I'm not going to date an independence chick. Why? They have a lot of meth problems. Mm-hmm. White trashy little mm-hmm. okay, and that's what the perception is for South Kansas so, City and Belt and Grandview is like white trash. So I'm or, talking as a Kansas Cityan here when I okay. say the Johnson County type. We know exactly what type that type is when you're in Kansas City. Like okay, I understand what the Johnson County is. You know, I'm playing just as understand just dumb, as much as I, I do. <laughs> but it, it did just have to make me think for a minute. But it's just more of that. Just it's like Kansas. It's like any. Sl- it's just slang. Like it's. There's per- there are perceptions of you know, people. Yeah. Wine dot. Wine dot. I was just about to say the dot. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much more as it was. I mean, it's still a little, people still kind of have a little bit of that perception of the dot. People but have perception of people north of the river. Do North they? Northlanders. Okay. Northlanders. Oh, I don't see, I don't, I don't know a whole, what do they, what, what's the, what's the Northlander deal? What's their deal? Heavy drinkers. Okay. Partiers. Really? Yeah. Okay. My I don't know my that cousins one. all went to North Kansas City High okay, School. Okay, cool. And that's like all that group. Okay. Dear people. One some very wonderful people, but whoa, they drink a lot. Okay. Northlanders drinkers and partiers. Northlanders are partiers. Man. Okay. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> oh, here I am thirty eight and still going out um 
weekends and doing things. So uh, yeah. they're at home with their kids. So who's the partier? So Johnson but County. But when they do party, man, they party yeah. hard. All right. So Johnson County females, look, I don't mean all of you that live in Johnson County. I'm not going to. It's not that. You're it's just that Johnson affluent. County type. Yes. Eh, yeah, sure. Okay. So this so this type of girl, woman. Yeah. This is more of a socioeconomic is, type okay, thing than it is. They're affluent. Yeah. They. Like said, bougie. When people, when you say bougie, people know what you mean. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Like, I, I, one was like, "Oh, hey, let's uh, let's go meet, let's go meet up for sushi." Mm-hmm. And I was, I was just, it's like, I don't really, uh, I don't have the money to be buying sushi right now for for us. And mm-hmm. she goes, "Then what are you on here dating for?" Because she expected one for me to take her out to sushi mm-hmm. and pay. Mm-hmm. And then she Maybe like, that was her idea. And it was her idea. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, what are you even on here dating for? Like, really? Huh. It's not that I, I can't afford it and I'm going to go. It's like, I'm just not going to meet you for some some chick for the first time and drop a hundred yeah. bucks. No, I, I <laughs> when I was dating online a few years ago, I had a, a time where, I mean, I was kind of in between jobs. I was doing some like side work here and there, but I was like actively looking. My resume was out. I had a few interviews. But I hadn't gotten, you know, hired yet. And one guy accused me of just using the dating site to get free dinners. And I was like, okay, I have been on several first dates lately, but it's like one or two a week, but it's been two months. I just haven't connected with anybody. It's not about that I'm trying to get free food to, like, you know, <laughs> survive here. This is just about I haven't met anybody that's actually caught my interest, yeah. including you. Yeah. I don't need the dinner now. See ya. I think... uh I think there are chicks that do that. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. I mean, I think there was actually an episode of Aziz Ansari's show where he was sitting there like talking to somebody on his phone across from his date. She's uh-huh. just like gorging herself and then ordering like a to-go box. And he's <laughs> literally saying like, I think she's just here to get a free dinner. <laughs> yeah. I'm, they exist. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, and they're probably the, the male equivalent out there as well. There's ways to filter that out. Hey, maybe that girl asking for sushi maybe she was one of them maybe she looked like she was an affluent right person maybe she has that one nice dress mm. maybe has maybe like just a little maybe bit she's of, like yeah. i'm in the mood for sushi tonight let me see i'm gonna hit five guys up i'm sure it exists yeah but i'm sure there's men that do the same thing hmm You're that's right? a harder pull. that's a harder one to pull off well they show up without their wallet Ooh, that's a good one uh-huh does that work how do you do that they I mean, probably I've, just left their wallet in their car on purpose. That's the thing. Like, I've done that before, but I was like, oh, shit. Let me go. I left my wallet in my car. Hold on. And I went back out and got my wallet. Well, there you go. No. Like, it's a real thing. It's for, a real thing. Yes. I've had, had clients experience that where the man man asked her out on a date. And then it's, the, oh, oh, no. I'm on my wallet. And she's like, there I've, is I've not, had it happen to three different clients. Yeah, that's no way. Nobody, No man leaves their house without their wallet. Exactly. I think I had it happen on one date a couple of years ago. Luckily, all we'd had was like a beer and an appetizer. So I was like, like yeah, yeah, okay, got this. Uh, yeah, like I said, I've, I've left it in the car briefly because I don't, I don't sit on my wallet. That Which is good. That's good for, for your a posture. Bad back. That's right. Which I have a horrible back to begin with. Um, so anything, do, I sure. can, anything I can do to help it out. Um, so every now and then, but you don't ever leave your house. I think. I know this. I know this. <laughs> so chicks, chicks. Let me tell you, yeah. If I mean, but also when you're when you are in the moment as the woman, what are you supposed to do? Look I'm at your and be like, say. 
uh he's a piece of shit and he says he forgot his wallet I mean, somebody's got to pay anyway. Are, are, you know what are you going to do? Call him out? Yeah. I mean, he's just going to leave. You can call him ladies, out, certainly. Ladies, like, here's what cause I'm, a scene I'm, if I'm, you want. But Here's what you do, ladies. I'm going to tell you what you do. Because okay. these guys have their fucking wallet. They have it. You look at that guy straight in the eye and say, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. We're going to split this check in half. I will pay for mine. You can pay for yours. Kay. Have a good night. There you go. Do something like that. Have a good life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do that pay? Oh well, I'm. Oh really? Well, I, I thought we were just splitting it anyways. So I'll pay for mine, and you can pay for yours. No problems here. Okay. Sound advice for the confident woman that will do that. Yes, a lot of them are just gonna pay. Don't but do it. But that's an option. Don't do it. So they just pay and then see what happens. Well, I try to give people multiple options. You know, you can do this. You can do and this, then you, you do see that. what kind three of three door option. I, I just want that one option, and you, I would that that'd be such a good like hidden game show or something. If you could just predict predict what guys the, would do, they could that. also go to the bathroom, pretend to go to the bathroom, find their server, and be like, "Hey, he says he forgot his wallet on our first date. I call bullshit, so I'm gonna pay for my half. Here you go, and I'll dodge out. That's another option. He's responsible for his, like you say, he's got his wallet. He's got his wallet." Yeah, just make him pay. I, I would like to see, I would like to see that, like a, a hidden game show of, of guys that show up on dates without their wallet, and then the girl says, "All right, well, I'll just pay for mine," and then see what guys, what kind of lies they come up with, or how long they can play along with the lie. I re- look really. Let me just call somebody. You know what I mean? What they would come up with? Oh, I'm all right. You caught me. It's in my car. I would love to see the different kinds of reactions. What kind of different? And then you can kind of see what kind of people are really like. Sure, there's. A show out there like that somewhere, maybe in Japan. Oh yeah, or the UK. There's a lot of dating shows on the UK TV. Really? Yeah. I used like, to love dating there's shows. There's like first their first dates and stuff. Yeah. Um, Were you into that watching dating shows at all? Because because we're the yeah, same age. Yeah, a little age. bit. That was like oh, that like was, on MTV. What was love? Love Connection? Is that it? That was Chuck Woolery. Two okay, and two. That was okay. that was way what before. Was the one but on? I, I was watching that. Oh, um, what was, was the MTV one with Jenny McCarthy and? Oh yeah, yeah. Love. No, that was uh, uh singled out singled out yes and I, I mean you know what my favorite i one? watched that roger I did watch roger Love roger lodge well. roger lodge mm-hmm. uh oh my gosh that was that is i that probably still holds up that is such a good dating show it was like a blind oh my god there'd be a blind day obviously and then they oh my god i don't remember that one do you know that one uh can you look that up on on the intranet over there. Do you know how to work that computer? Could I look it up on my phone? You can look it up. Yeah, just do uh, Google Roger Lodge dating show. It was so good. And it was ch- it was like a half hour show okay. and chunked up in like two 15 minute episodes. Like this couple for 15 minutes and the next one. It's called Blind Date. Blind Date. Okay. Oh you my. You were saying it was like God, a blind date. It was so good. So they would just set these random people up and you know, they'd. And, you know, if they'd hit it off, it was good. And mm-hmm. if not, obviously, it was even better if it didn't hurt. And they would do, like, the little side interviews. It was like when re- reality TV start, you know, stuff okay. was like, you know, that was like the formula. What was this on? I think it was everywhere. Okay. If well, you had I mean, cable. Like, I don't okay. know. I if don't it was think on cable I, TV or if it was on, like, you know, networks. Yeah. I... I think I think probably both. I think it's been everywhere. It's probably been syndicated, and I mean it's probably all over the place. I don't remember Blind Date. God, we got a Wikipedia of that shit. <laughs> She's looking it up now. Um, 
But then they would add like these little pop-ups, like, and these like little funny jokes. Uh, NBC Universal. NBC Universal. Oh, it's, I'm doing a horrible job of <laughs> selling this. But like they would like do little cartoon pops up if like the guy said something stupid, or if the girl said something stupid, it it fly. It, it's just like I don't know. I fuck. I do remember that now. Yeah, wasn't it on like E or something? Yeah, probably. Okay, probably think, on E all I the time. It, yeah, because I think I do remember that. The ball. Okay, all right. It was really. It's just. You and, need me to pull up an episode or something. No, we'll get. Mm. No, we'll get kicked off of YouTube. Uh, but it's probably on YouTube. See if it is on YouTube. Can you go to YouTube and? Okay. I'm a smart woman. I know that. I'm, I'm, I assume you know how to work a Your producer's computer. got it. Yeah, I'm in between producers right now. <laughs> Your stand-in producer has got this. Mm-hmm. Yo. Okay. Chill. I know she's yeah. got it. Blind Date. Oh, it was so good. I used to watch that all the time. So I was saying to somebody that I wanted to have a radio show. You want to have a radio show? Well, and he was like, let me, how do I put this? You don't have a face for radio. And I was like... He's like, you need a TV show. He actually thought I needed to be a politician, but I'm not going to do that. I've done too many drugs and fucked too many people. So that's my slogan. <laughs> you could run somewhere in California. Probably. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> really? I think you pulled up. Oh, yeah? Okay. Is it on YouTube? I, I don't want you to play it. I just want to know if it's available on YouTube. It is. Definitely. Okay. Perfect. Nice. There we go. So blind date. So blind so blind date for so people out there just youtube blind date roger lodge and it's gonna come up and it just they, they were so good okay yeah oh, yeah I'll have to watch some of those. i loved i loved all those dating shows back then yeah the mtv has some good ones too remember they had one where it was like date my daughter and they would like pick out pick out is that more one of the more modern ones that they had like in the last like 10 years no i would say even before that 20 years i haven't i haven't watched mtv in a long time and i don't have i don't have um cable or google google tv or anything anymore got rid of all that stuff just do the you know streaming services me too i don't know just mtv died a long time ago to me they killed themselves really yeah they started getting more and more ridiculous and maybe it's just we got older though do people watch? Are, do our kids watching MTV? Do we just get old and grumpy, or did MTV just blow? I mean, MTV was good. It used to be. It used yep, to be really time. good in the nineties and even MTV. MTV News, man, with like Tabitha Soren and Kurt Loder and Kennedy. Kennedy, all oh, she's kind of gone off the rails these days. Oh, is she? Where is she? I just saw Russia her. today. She's on RT. Yeah. Okay, I thought I saw her on. Another like she does some random stuff. Here I thought there, I saw her on like another mainstream. I thought I saw her on Fox or something. Yeah, she's on Fox a lot. Okay, huh? What's uh Kurt? Lo- Kurt Loder's dead, isn't he? Is he? I think he is. I think he is too. Mm. And then who? Who's the other guy that is a decent rapper? White guy, Rex. Simon, Simon Rex. Rex. Dude, a friend of mine just posted a picture on Instagram with him. I was like, "Is that Simon Rex?" She's like, "Yes, girl." I'm like, "The yeah, hell?" He was just here. Yeah, I guess that uh, she got her picture taken with him. He was here. Yeah, uh, Mickey Avalon, uh, Dirt Nasty. Yeah, they were at the riot room. Mm. If okay. I would have known in time, I would have liked to have gone to that. Yeah. It's good. He's funny. <laughs> but yeah, he was an MTV guy. Yeah, yeah. He did all the interviews. He's got a podcast, too. He just started. Mm. Everybody's got a podcast. Everyone's got a podcast. Getting, Something for everybody. Yeah. Top of my head was yeah. on there. All right, so that's what it's like being a single, single guy with kids. It's... You know, got a lot of equations. Mm-hmm. 
lot yeah. of moving parts. A lot of moving it parts. It's yeah. It's it's. I haven't figured it out. It's still a learning process, I guess. Isn't I don't that know. life? Yeah, it is. That's just life, man. Mm-hmm. Roll with the punches. Figure things out as you go. Oh yeah. There is no instruction manual. Just keep looking forward and don't look behind you. That's right. Be present. I think one of the most important things is just like be happy with where you are right now. You know, hap- happiness is not about a destination or a goal. Like, it's not about finding something and then you'll be happy. It's not but about getting the job or getting the money or getting the house. You've got to be happy right now. But isn't you it You can nice certainly have goals to, to attain. Goals say like, yeah. But to be happy with where you are and what you're doing, even if that happiness comes from the fact that you are working hard to attain those things, mm-hmm. it's still about being happy in the present. To sure. say, like, I may not have those things, but I'm kicking ass and taking names and doing what it takes to get there. And that in itself is what's producing my happiness. And then you have to add mental health in there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life. What a strange thing it is. Strange times we live in, too. But I guess That's for everybody, sure. I bet everybody. People are a lot more anxious and depressed these days. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. And it's hurting their sex lives, so. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are, you know, it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you fall on. It's just anxious times in the world from every angle, it feels like. Whether it's, you know. People are living paycheck to paycheck. They're working two or three jobs. Mm-hmm. You've had the, the, you know, two jobs at times too. Many times. Yeah. <clears throat> so many times it sucks. Like was said in the debates the other night, we should not have to work two or three jobs to make it in America. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, then you get the other uh, other side that says I work two jobs because I want more and I want to work harder and I want more things, so I just work harder to get more things. But there's a lot of people who aren't working two or three jobs to get more things they're working two or three jobs to survive yeah well then they need to get better the rent's jobs, too damn high right? don't they need to get better jobs higher paying jobs that's always the argument that's, but well, that's what i'm saying about, that's let's the talk argument. about what's that no we uh this is a whole whole other topic there yeah i guess yeah i'm just, well I, you brought up mental health that was kind of how we started going down that track there yeah you got mental health that's always you know can factor into people's happiness now mm-hmm. absolutely there's so many things that factor into happiness it's not just a mindset that's a big part of it but there's still other factors i mean like if you're not exercising if you're not eating right i mean you can be the most positive guy out there but if you're yeah, throwing down mcdonald's I, all day every day i agree i but here's the thing i don't think that really happy people are also doing things like that to their body constantly yeah. Because because let's think about like the chemicals that are then flowing through your body. Like you feel like crap and then your energy is just crap. So like, I don't know. I haven't, I can't say that I have met somebody who I'd be like, that person is a really happy person and they take absolutely awful, awful care of their health and well-being when it comes to their food or their exercise. Doesn't mean they're. It doesn't mean that they're great. Maybe yeah. maybe they're on a path what to about the taking fat, better care of themselves. Happy guys, you know, the fat happy guy that drinks a lot. I know a couple of them, and they seem to be pretty happy. 
Are they though? I don't know. They seem like it. I don't. They I, seem like yeah. it. But that's the thing too. Like we never know what people are going through. Right. So and yeah, there's lots of people that we look at and we say that they're well, that person's happy, and we don't know what secret oh, struggle yeah. they have, or what pain they're going through. But I'm talking about when you really know somebody on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Like I have plenty of friends who are happy people, but that doesn't mean like everything in their life is like great. Mm-hmm. There may be areas that they're really struggling with, and other areas that's like, but they focus on this to help right. bring them happiness. But to be unhappy in the moment is one thing, but to have an overall general happiness about your life, that's different. Yeah. So, and again, it's when when you are taking care of your health and exercising and eating right, it's not about where you're at physically. It right. is just about how are you treating your body at that moment. Some days may be better than others, but the happy people, no matter what their size or what shape they're in, are usually taking care of themselves in that way yeah i would agree i always feel better when i'm taking care of myself in all the ways and i i know and a lot of times i can pinpoint oh yeah i haven't been exercising that's mm-hmm. probably why i'm feeling a little down or oh shit i've been eating trash don't you often find that you start eating like trash tied to your like your mood i don't know what comes first i don't know if i start eating like trash and then my and then my mood starts deteriorating because of it it could See, just, I, it, it I used could to just be, be a health and weight loss right. coach. Like that, that was my background. But it could just be out of convenience. Could be. I just, I don't feel like. So then it, so then it's also like if it was out of convenience and then you give yourself trash, then you feel like trash and mm-hmm. then you crave trash. It's the whole cycle. Yeah. So yeah, it could be either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sometimes how people get drawn into it. They slip up just once and like let those things creep back in and then they get into a cycle of, of oh, unhealthy easy. eating or, cycles, or not I exercising. Mean, yeah. And, Humans fall into cycles so easily. I mean, mm-hmm. it's what we're built for. It takes 21 days to create a habit, only three days to break it. Really? Mm-hmm. Three days? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Trust of me, that's from studies. That's. I yeah. like that. It takes 21 to learn a habit and th- only three days to break, but it's so hard. Those three days, people but think But the good news is if it's the same so habit you're trying to reestablish, it doesn't take that long to reestablish it. So... Your first new time, first time you're trying to establish a habit, whether it's wearing a watch, um, exercising, eating breakfast every day. You know, it takes 21 days to make it a consistent habit, three days to break it, but it doesn't take another 21 to get back into it. Does okay. that make sense? It does. Okay. I got a couple so, habits. So if you spend four days without your watch on, it's not like, oh, oh sure. you put it back on the fifth day. Oh, it takes 21. Like, it That's might take, a, a, it might take a couple days or a, a That's week a or weird so. one. I remember when I when I got married. I'm not a jewelry guy. Mm-hmm. Like wearing a ring. I used to wear earrings back in the day. Oh yeah. Tongue ring back way back in the day. Same. I was like the first dude to have a tongue ring. Like 98 or something like mm-hmm. that way back in the day. Um so yeah, when I got married, I, that ring felt so weird. It mm-hmm. felt so awkward. I was like, "Why do people? Why, why do people do this? What's <laughs> the point?" It just feels. It's like uh, uh, eventually, then you get used to it, and then you take it off, and then you're like, the whole time, "Where? Where the yeah, hell? Where's my ring? Where's my that? ring?" Yep, yeah, the whole time right you're there. just mm-hmm. thumbing, thumbing your ring finger yeah, all I'm day. Or you look down. It's like, been a long time, but yeah, it has been a long time for me too. I still have mine. I've been. I need to sell it. I don't know sell- how to sell it. This uh, my producer over here is gonna help uh, me sell it. We need to get. We need to do that. I know somebody. You do? Yeah. Oh. My my dad likes to buy, sell, and trade like coins and jewelry and stuff. So really? Like, okay. So when I got divorced, I basically had him sell my rings for me. So. Oh, that'd be yeah. awesome! Sweet. Let's 
All right. <laughs> See, remember earlier I said I'm glad you're my friend? Got connections all over this place. Yeah. 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 He'll give, give me a fair price. He'll give you a fair price. That's all I want. I just want something fair. Are you guys, is it just gold? Uh, no, it's diamonds and okay. It diamonds and gold. Not diamonds yeah. and I don't know. I don't even know. It's silver, platinum. Platinum. I okay. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> white gold, maybe. Talking about Johnson County over here, and he has got diamonds. I had a white gold. It's a it was a wedding ring. Yeah, I had a very nice wedding ring. Very nice. My first set was nice. Hers was way nicer. Hers was way nicer than mine. So I didn't buy it. She I didn't know bougie. She bought it for me. That's where she bought me. I well, picked I can it help up. you. I can help you get some cash money for that. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. And I'm going to Vegas. There you go. I'm going to do a podcast <laughs> in Vegas. I'm not. Podcast from the strip? No, I'll, I'll find some guest out there. But I just want to go out to Vegas or somewhere. I bet. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to do a podcast somewhere. I'd like to take it mobile. To like a different state mm-hmm. and also just to have a vacation. Either there or like LA. Hey, Miss California, you got LA connections? Could we go out there and spend a weekend? I've got LA connections. Really? Yeah. How about for a podcast? I have a, I have a friend out there who used to be an adult entertainment star. Ooh. And I thought about going out and interviewing her. Guy or her girl? Girl? Girl. Would, yeah. would she be on my podcast? Maybe. Maybe. Is that how good is your connection? Thing is, like. A what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've got a few a few folks out there. Oh, that I, boy. I could I could set up a whole trip to L.A. and interview a few people that I know out there and probably get like four or five episodes recorded. Yeah. You I could? Mean, I could. But, I mean, that's for my sexology podcast. Like, I don't know if that's like – I'm thinking about like my mentor and professor. thinking about like my friend who was a porn star. Uh, this really awesome – transgender like uh man, man that i met who oh god he's i love his instagram i love his social media and i just think it'd be fun to just sit down and have a conversation with them. shout it out what's that instagram blunt master kyle blunt master kyle <laughs> beautiful <Yeah>. i love it <laughs> yeah um gosh there was a dominatrix out there that i met and a, a professional male and female dom well so, shoot we might have to do yeah. something one of these days. God, there was three actually. God, I would love to. So I'd love to interview sell my, sell my, my, my list when I go out there. So it's her name. One's name is Betty Bondage. Uh, one's name is Hudsey Hahn. And one is Sir Lucifer. I would love to interview all three of them. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. They all do their own little thing. But I, th- that's the thing. I, I want to get multiple perspectives on the same topic. So I think it's really important to not just show, like, when I'm talking about someone who's trans, I want to have, like, four or five people who are trans. I want to have all your different experiences showcased. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm talking about polyamory, I want to do four or five episodes about that so Mm -hmm. I can get, because there's just such a wide spectrum when it comes to things and sexual expression. And again, we're still all individuals and everyone's experience is so, so different that I want to have a lot of different voices Mm -hmm. about a singular topic. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you have any kind of, maybe not anxiety is the right word, but just hesitation or whatever about not having enough guests. Like, do you think you'll ever run out because it's mm, a, a, a neat, no, cause I feel like, narrow topic? Because it's kind of like... Well, because I, I am talking about, like, yes, I'm interviewing guests about their, I'm not their dating sex. relationships, know, but sometimes but, it's, again, about, like, yeah. uh, I interviewed my mentor, Joel Barrett, a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. He's an LGBTQ writer, speaker, gatherer. That's how mm-hmm. he builds himself. Um, he's uh, a coach. 
So he his thing is about helping, especially um, men who are coming out of a heterosexual relationship and are now in a homosexual relationship or like they're debating like, am I gay? Am I bi? What am I? And it, he helps people try to live authentic lives without like leaving people, you know, their lives shattered in the wake. Okay. Because okay? that, that's the journey that he had. He was married, was a, a minister and had kids and, you know, he, he had to live his authentic self right. but he also wasn't looking to like hurt anybody or destroy sure. his kids lives in the process right, so right. his goal is to really help people yeah. in that regard um so while yes he's he's gay it was a little bit about his experience with that it's more about like what he does for the community right and yeah when it comes to sex and sexology the lgbtq community is a little bit more open-minded to what i do and talking about things that i'm interested in talking about so yeah there may be a little more of a heavier focus on that uh at times but and as you know again the open the poly the, the trans episodes mm-hmm. that i've done i one of my f- early episodes was about um someone who say they started life off as a butch lesbian and became a trans man and now they're gender non-binary so mm-hmm. they go by they and them uh so you know that's something that's a really new topic for a lot of people to talk right. about they don't even know where to begin so you know, I was talking, yes, about their journey, but I was also talking about what they do as a coach and an advocate, too, because they also are a coach. They're more of an executive coach. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just, it's about people's stories, but it's also about what they do um, in regards to helping people with their love lives, too. So, I imagine those people have a lot of interesting stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an interesting There's I, And there's honestly leave, no you know? shortage of folks here in Kansas City that are doing stuff. Right. Um, either with that community or just trying like i'm gonna have a pelvic floor therapist on soon uh, never heard of pelvic floor therapy no a lot of people Sounds have like it. yoga <laughs> it's not like yoga no no they are licensed physical therapists who happen to help men and women focus on their pelvic floor because both men what's, and women. what's a pelvic floor so think like your pelvis think about yeah just this area right down here so it's all those internal muscles uh-huh so think about it, it's um your people, fuck people, muscles there's that yes, right yes but it's also your muscles for like preventing incontinence you know it hmm. being able to hold in urine or, Ooh, or yeah. we can strengthen that yeah that's my problem weak that's bladder. why that's yeah, my bladder problem i have a weak core muscle it's because i've been so developing there's, there's the, i've been i've been developing the other muscles down there but not the bladder stopping muscle mm, do you need to be doing you know what exercise. i'm saying kegels? how guys can do kegel how do you no. yeah men need to do uh, kegels as well kegel exercises are not just for you do mic. have to do them properly so you do them. yeah some people can self-educate about what muscles to actually properly squeeze for doing kegels and you can do them at any time you could be doing them right now and nobody would know right but if you're squeezing the wrong muscles you can create some some issues so there's two options for helping with huh. therapy for that it's either go to pelvic floor therapist or there's like medical options like i interviewed a guy who has a sexual health clinic here in town and they have a treatment for men called gains wave um, the treatment for women is called Vivive. uh but yeah pelvic floor therapist does some of that but it's more long term um and even those procedures aren't really meant to be like for the rest of your life it may just yeah. be like it gets you to a certain place but the pelvic floor therapist could be an option for you too where they're just helping with exercises to help you strengthen the, the proper muscles in the proper way. Um, it can help with things like incontinence or just like say weak bladder, um, help huh. with orgasm strength or uh, erection strength in you know, the man's case. Um, 
yeah there's lots of things a pelvic floor so i'm gonna have her on i'm gonna i know the basics um and the benefits but i'm gonna learn learn more when she's on my episode oh that's fun isn't that what's so fun about these podcasts is getting those people on and just learning cool mm-hmm. shit yeah like i know just enough to say like hey maybe this is gonna be an option for you yeah. you know to my clients but it's not like i know all the ins and outs of, mm-hmm. of what they do and how they help but you know, it's for women and men of all ages. It's not just for. I'm women super interested. I'm super interested now. You should. If it would help, it. if it would help my Excuse bladder me. issue, like I've always yeah. had a weak bladder, I'm man enough to admit that. Kegels. Kegels. That's mm-hmm. what I need to do. So I have to learn how. I've, I've always thought Kegels was a woman thing. So have you ever seen men or women who have the little dimples like above their butt cheeks, like on their lower back? Yeah. That's the called the venous dimples and that's a signal that their internal their pelvic floor is probably pretty strong because it's actually pulling from you know their pelvic floor is pulling down from that point that's where things kind of attach in their back so that's why it creates a dimple you guys want to look inside. you guys want to look to see if i have dimples i know i don't so let's see here because what do i do where is it stand up turn around just lift my shirt up pull your shirt up you got some venous dimples but they're not like Yours are like long. So, I don't know. Go talk to a pelvic floor therapist. See. Okay. So, maybe, maybe some are, maybe you just don't have the right ones that are helping with that, that are strong. Maybe you need to work on. Well, I told you. Them out. I told you. I've got muscles down there. I just was using them for the, uh, them fuck muscles. Mm-hmm. Them the strong. Muscles. Them's go good. <laughs> they get the good, good. I sacrificed. So I now have a weak bladder, but ladies, I can. Just kidding, guys. It's I'm all those so... gas station pills. It is. <laughs> it is those gas station pills. I imagine they work <laughs> really well. Yeah. Let's go get some. No. Let's go get a handful of them, shove them down all of our throats, and you see do what that. they do. I'll sit and observe. <laughs> You're going to go to Bonnaroo and trust. take who knows what, but you wouldn't take a gas station pill? Hey, let me just say. You're buying things. I did not buy anything there at Bonnaroo. Okay. I'm not saying you that did. That wasn't Somebody, tested yeah. beforehand. Do they and have that? Do they have like testing? There's test kits, yeah. Do they have those down there? That's cool. They don't have them down there. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is I don't ingest anything that I don't know what it is. Okay. So people have had test kits. That's a really cool thing that they do. There are that test kits, yes. I don't do that shit anymore. I, I messed around with stuff. You when got I was, kids. You got a life. You got, thing, you got things to lose. Oh. It's not that. You know what it is. It's I. Well, and if you've already done it, I'm like I didn't spend my young teenage or college years being crazy and doing a whole bunch of drugs. That wasn't me. Yeah, I did. I'm not. Now a, I do them responsible as an adult. You sh- <laughs> as you should. Really, anyone that's young and thinking about doing any kind of drug, wait till you're at least 25. Wait till your brain's done developing, and mm-hmm. then you can you can do it responsibly. And then, and then test your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. test setting. Mm-hmm. Wherever you're at, make sure you're with people you trust. Yep. That's huge. Um, mm-hmm. My thing was... You know, there's yeah. always that worry. I mean, Bonnaroo is 100,000 people. There was 100,000 people this year. It I've never huge. been. Where is it? Manchester, Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee yeah. yeah. And the thing is, once you're on the farm, I mean, it, it's private property. That doesn't mean the cops can't still bust you. Sure. It's like, you know. But when you're in Bonnaroo, if you have a medical issue, if you took something and you don't like... What happens on the farm stays on the farm. The medical staff takes care of you. So mm. between testing and that, like you're probably in one of the safest locations you could possibly try something for the first time. 
Do they have like a freak out tent or anything like that? Like well, a spot where people. Well, if you're no, I mean, having like, like a bad trip, or do they have like a spot? If you if you need help, they they will give you help. Yeah. yeah. And they don't they don't judge you. They don't turn you in. Oh, that's it's what they're there like, for. Yeah. If you're yeah. like, I'm having a bad trip. I thought that I took this. You know, they'll help. They will help. I'm freaking so. out, man. Mm-hmm. That's help what, and me a lot out. Of, a lot of the festivals have that. Yeah. You know. I've never. I don't. It's been a really long time since I was. A, I don't like 96, 97 yeah. was like the last time I went to a festival, I think. So you're a Michigander. No. I'm, Ish. Eh, Transplanted. Yeah, s- sort of. You're sort of. pretty easy. Like, yeah, yeah. I was born and raised in Michigan, but then I moved around a lot. Okay. But yeah. Electric Forest. I want to go up to Electric Forest. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, What's Electric Forest? I've only seen videos and Snapchats before, but it's a music festival in the woods. Okay. Yeah. So, a lot of wood. There's a lot of woods so think, in Michigan. So that was one thing at, at Bonnaroo. They had a new stage that was out in the woods and they had like all the lights and the trees. And when you're tripping out, that's oh, pretty cool. awesome. So, yeah. Trees yeah. and drugs are great. And lights. Trees, drugs, and lights. <laughs> Those kinds of drugs in nature. Nature. Yeah, that's the thing. Lights, yeah. I don't know. I've never done some of those drugs I haven't done before. Yeah, I mean, the, my, most of my experience has been with like mushrooms. And that's usually been, again, when I'm out in nature, I'm camping or I'm doing something oh, yeah, out there. I, because yeah, mushrooms are great. Yeah. I want to get outside and see. Did you see they've decriminalized those? In Denver. In Denver. I didn't see that. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like what they first I did with Seattle, weed, where it's not legal to sell. It's not legal to buy. It's just legal to have it. Like, All right. Whatever. That's the first step, Move I along. Guess. Yeah. Move along. You've got, yeah. Yeah, that's the first step. But, you I know, there's been a lot of research about um, psilocybin and LSD. M- MDMA. And MDMA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. You want to get into talking about like the drug wars and why stuff like that's illegal and oh, countries knows. like Portugal that have decriminalized that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I'm a proponent of decriminalization of a lot of things. Oh, I want it all legalized. All of it. Legalization and decriminalization. That's what you know that. I want okay, it. I want it legalized. That, I want it. I want it. I want it. Yeah, I want it legalized is, and like, tested. It provides I want it, regulation. I want it. It, pro- regulation. it provides yeah. knowing that you're going to get what you think you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And again, it just shows that it lowers rates of addiction, especially for hard drugs. Not so only that, I, I think that's and, the... And people are willing oh. to just... Anyway. Yeah. If there's And then if there's alternatives to street drugs, like... Anyway, there's lots of research out there about that. So that's kind of where I'm coming from, is I think that our current system is corrupt, it's bullshit, all that. I'm coming from that standpoint and the fact that if you care about Mexico, legalize it all and let's like destroy their drug trade and their you know the the power of drugs in that country we created that whole situation with the drug war so you know the well, only, way to, the only way to end it yeah is to end legalize the, end it all and then yeah and the power of these cartels and they can start working on their shit yep yep it's a beautiful country beautiful people we'll figure it out exactly maybe they'll legalize it for themselves and just keep it there i mean it's just like mm-hmm. there's lots of solutions out mm-hmm. there so anyway um but yeah i i think that there's so much information that's coming out now about how, um, especially microdosing mushrooms, yeah, can be a treatment for long-term depression. Like people who have been seeing therapists and taking medications that are not having any relief of their depressive symptoms, doing a dose of mushrooms with with someone kind of guiding you through that process, mm-hmm, like a microgram. Yeah, it's yeah. well, even just a full like a gram dose, like an yeah, actual yeah. full-on trip. It's about what it takes for a lot of people's gram. Um, but again, having kind of that a mm-hmm. guide to help you through it, almost like right. a shaman ish type experience or like with ayahuasca, what they do with that, mm-hmm. um, 
has been beneficial for people. Especially, I know. Like, There's all kinds P- of studies that are PTSD, coming out for that. Yeah. There, it's, it's, a, it's becoming like a hard reset button for the chemicals yep. in your brain, the neurotransmitters that are flowing through there when you do a hallucinogen. And of course, it's natural. Mm-hmm. It's 100% natural. Yeah. And they've been using it for, I mean, just centuries. Yeah. I mean, mushrooms have been a part of the, the human experience and human culture yeah. since humans have been around. I had a friend that went to Ecuador and had an experience down there. I've been wanting to uh, talk to her about that. She did ayahuasca. I Ecuador? Yeah, I'm really like, mm-hmm. I want to find out more about that experience. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, and that whole, it is, like I say, an experience. Not like you just go to a foreign country and you do a drug. It is... Oh, like it's a, a religious ceremony. experience, a ceremony. I mean, you yeah, you got a shaman. Yeah, you got to fast for it. Yeah, yep. she had to pre- prep all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, and she had a. She was also tasked with working through some emotional things before she went too. So, yeah, some, I yeah. want to learn about There's it. There's a lot of good stories out there, just just on YouTube or whatever. Vice did a good. No, oh, there's this one chick. What was her name? Not Am- was it Amber Lyon. Mm-hmm. There was a chick that used to work for one of the mainstream media, MSM, eh, CNN or something like that. I think it was CNN. And she did a story on like Bahrain. Okay. And then came back and told the story and CNN was like, no, you're not telling it like that. That's the truth. We have, Bahrain apparently has a whole lot of money invested that they give to CNN. Mm. And so they ended up turning it into basically a tourist, a tourism type Okay. Peace. When it was like, no, there's some atrocities going over here, and it needs to be shown. Light needs to be shown on it. And so she started seeing what what the mainstream media is like. Oh, it's all it's fake news, basically. A lot of it is, and so money and influence. And so she like just completely quit, and then she was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and Rogan mentioned the ayahuasca trips, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, she just woke up one day and just had just took off down to do one of those ayahuasca trips came back it changed her life completely mm-hmm. opened her eyes to all this stuff and she started a, uh, a website called reset.me and it's all about like people trying to find doing these different trips like go- going doing these trips safely and yeah. finding the right shaman yeah. and doing these ayahuasca trips and figuring it out and then there's just all these stories of uh the different studies that you were talking about with uh with mdma and the mushrooms with the ptsd and all that kind of yeah. stuff so she's yeah, she went down there and it changed her life. And yeah, you can read those stories so many times. Save my money and try that one day, yeah. maybe. So, can we take a time out? We can't take a time out because I have to go potty. Me too. Hit stop streaming there. Uh, and we're back from our little break. That was a short one. Where were we at? Oh, man, I had something to say too. Oh, the pelvic. I had something to say about the pelvic. Pelvic floor thing. therapy. The pelvic floor yeah. therapy. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Could you get your muscles so strong down there that you could like hold your bladder all day? I mean, just for like so much longer than anybody else. Cause you gotta be like, what's the record for? Is there a record, a Guinness World Record for longest time going without urinating? I'm sure there's a record for everything. I wonder what that <laughs> if is. Want to spend some time googling that? Go for it. But I don't think that's very healthy. Will you Google that for us while we talk? She's in her own little yeah, world. That's not, she's that's not very healthy. I'm pretty sure a pelvic floor therapist would say like. I'm not saying it's healthy, know, but to try it, just to try it for, for a record. I text messaged a physical therapist that specializes in pelvic floor therapy mm-hmm. that sticks her fingers inside of vaginas to do pelvic floor mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. So. And 
Yeah. I have some answers. <laughs> well, we'll save you for a different podcast then. Yeah. Well, like I said, You're like I said, I'll have that pelvic floor therapist on mine. Oh soon, yeah, so well, we'll yeah, we're just gonna listen to uh, keep them coming, keep them coming, keep them coming with open the doors with coaching their pel- her pelvic therapist friend on there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's cool. See, we're filming in, or sorry, filming, recording in a couple of weeks, so I'll be on in by the end of July. Yeah, what's uh, what's the most surprising thing for you since starting your podcast? That's what's like what's been surprising. Well, I mean, I had a few people come to me and say, hey, I, I've got this story that I'd like to share. You know, would, mm-hmm. you, would you be interested in having me on? So, oh, isn't yeah, that fun? That's how the uh, the Cam Girl Next Door episode came about. I was going to talk to you. I listened to that one. I've listened to a few of your episodes and you had like a, a she kind of does porn. She does cam. She's a cam, cam girl. girl. Yeah. And amateur and porn. Amateur porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It sounded like she was making some money on it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was she? I mean, it's it's kind of like residuals, you yeah. know. You get you get plays, and then you get money, at the end of the month. That's how your you know your online content works. Yeah, yeah, because especially if like it's a, a hosted website, and people place ads or something at the beginning or end. You know, your I guess it's off the ad revenue and things like how that. How do people so. even find that stuff? I, I mean, guess there's that whole world, right? You just, yeah, there's, there's, just, that there's just that whole world. There's a whole world. There's a whole economy and everything just yeah i mean you never know what you're going to stumble across on the internet i mean there there was i talked about i have that friend who was an adult film star i was just going through some porn one day and not really it was kind of a compilation thing mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it rolled to like a new clip in the compilation and i heard the voice i was like that sounds familiar and i looked down at it and sure shit it was her oh wow i didn't search for her it just happened to pop up and i was like i'm gonna just watch this one real quick <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then actually at the end of it i was almost <clears throat> like nicely done yeah what do you, you do well. what do you do if you run into a friend on a porn site that was always my reasoning for never ever wanting to do, i mean like there's lots of reasons but my ultimate reason for never ever doing an adult film is my dad watches porn and there was no way that i was going to have that happen Even one day take the chance nope, of him nope nope stumbling yeah. accidentally stumbling upon it yeah not doing it not doing it huh well yeah <laughs> that would be interesting i guess but yeah. yeah but what do you do if you just see a friend you watch it i guess right yeah i watched i mean like i took more I of a I would. critical i was like i guess hmm, i would watch technique it was very good there and then do you say something did you say hey i, I watched you i saw you on a, on you porn or whatever i don't i know i <clears throat> i mean it wasn't the first time I've seen her work, so it just happened. Like, but I've consciously like searched for her before to see what what all she's done. Um, but yeah, this time was just like a complete accident. So I don't. I know I texted another friend because I know I know her through them. Mm-hmm. And it, again, it's all good. Like none of us care. Right. Um. When it just said like I accidentally came across it, it was just funny. But um, nice. they said that they'd had the same thing happen one time too. Oh really? <laughs> Or they saw one of their friends? No, her. Oh, okay. They, again, they know her too. So yeah, That's just funny. the like mindlessly <clears throat> scrolling. Not you know. That's the thing is when you're just mindlessly scrolling, or it's in a compilation of something. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. I I would have no shame, and I don't think she would care. Right. If I text her, it was like, hey, I saw oh, yeah, this she, one clip. It's of out there. She great. understands. It's great. People could run across this. Right? She's got to be fine yeah. with it. Yeah. Well. God, I would love to have her on my podcast. That'd be fun. Get her on. She's got some stories, man. She's Get her some on. Stories. I ran around with her when I was in LA for a um a course for school, 
she was kind of my uh my chauffeur my you know tour guide whatever she's awesome um but like we drove up into the hills we drove by one of her ex's house oh, yeah. and he was getting out of his car going into her house she's like fuck 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 because uh-huh. we were driving into his cul-de-sac oh and she geez. was still in the same car she'd had at right. that time he would have known he totally saw us ah. he totally saw us and he's mm. famous and i was like is that she goes yes that's whose house we're talking about I go are you you dated him she's like yes who i'm not saying that's her business i'm not i'm not revealing we don't, that you didn't reveal who she was she might listen to this podcast so she, nobody's gonna know who she is um they would know who she is if i said who he is yeah yeah initials so. of the guy she's been what she has initials? been docs before like i'm like I can talk about her in the vague sense, but yeah. Off mic, I want to know who it is. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I will tell you who he is off mic. Yeah, that's okay. what I want to know. Right, I don't care who she yeah. is. I, I'm so, curious who the dude was. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you who he is. So anyway, we had a killer, killer time together <clears> when I was out there. But she's just, you know, she's past that. She's doing other things. She's building a business. She's an entrepreneur. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard life for. a porn stars after porn right um, for a lot of them i mean for a lot of them depending upon if they go down some negative like i don't think porn in itself or doing adult entertainment in any form is bad there's just often exposure to things like drugs alcohol oh, yeah. addict, other addict not other but addictive well, it's behaviors. a bunch of seedy dudes that are running these not always but a, a lot of them you know right. what i mean they're just so that's hey, the thing is get, yeah. it depends upon what what their experiences it's are like, like a rock and roll lifestyle people exactly. know what they're there's lots into. of rock stars who don't do drugs or they do drugs responsibly right you know there's there's lines there's boundaries that mm-hmm. people get past and then they get it's themselves not hard into it's, it's just say when you're behaviors when you're in that and that's often when when you don't love yourself right enough you are willing to go down those paths of negative self-destructive behaviors versus when you I love myself. I really do. Is my life perfect? Absolutely not. But I love myself. Beautiful. So You've even won. when I You've even won. when when I when I you know as far as my food, I take care of that because I'm giving my my body fuel. That doesn't mean I'm perfect. Right. When I'm exercising, same thing. Doesn't mean I'm perfect. Like mm-hmm. yes, I'll do some some drugs here and there responsibly. Right. But ultimately, everything that I do in my life comes from a place of like I love myself when people love themselves they take better care of themselves like it's true so there's porn stars that love themselves mm-hmm. porn stars that don't right so it's an interesting world mm-hmm. that porn world yep <coughs> it's evolving quite a bit obviously because of the internet and that was one of the things we talked about on the the cam girl next door episode was how you know it's it doesn't always have to be about working for a studio and being out in california or vegas that's mm-hmm. become a, a big place to film porn too um you can do things from the comfort of your own home. You can produce your own content. Right. And while she's done a lot of content, a lot of time on camera, she's not had sex with tons and tons of people. Right. With three people. Just the same people Just a over lot and of over times. again. Yeah. Huh. So she gets to control her content. She gets to decide what she's producing. You know, there's nothing that's beyond her boundaries. So, Yeah. And it gets why, to just sit not? out there on the internet and make money for her. Boom. That's what right? the internet is for. Technology mm-hmm. is for living in Kansas City and making money using technology. Yep. I see. I talk to clients from all over the country. It's the best place to live. All if, over the world. If, if I have a client that's overseas right if now. If you have a job that you can work from home, it's such a good place to live just because it costs yeah. a living and it's such yeah. a great city. It's got so much to offer. 
but you know, I mean, I guess if you can also live, I don't know. I mean, My it's, it's not the number one place, but it's it's a good place for. Hey, we're right in the middle of everything. Kansas City's becoming a happening place. It is. It is. I heard someone say that they felt like Kansas City is right now what Portland was like fifteen or twenty years ago. I heard Austin. That too. Okay. Before they got too expensive, Kansas City's getting kind of expensive too. But, mm-hmm. um. My dream would be to have a location where I have an office downstairs and I like live upstairs. Yeah. Or like, um, actually, someone was saying, I'm thinking about doing my office at my place. I've got a beautiful home. My landlord's cool with it. You know, like, hey, Alan Thick on that, uh, God, what was it? Family, not family ties. Growing pains. Growing pains. He had his, you know, he was a therapist. He had an office there. Oh, at home. yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. What that boy? So Nobody, it, it probably yeah. wouldn't be for like brand new <clears throat> clients or people I haven't met before, mm, right? Um, or clients I felt like I need to keep some like serious boundaries with based on their issues or whatnot. Um, not I shouldn't say I'm not saying issues. I just mean right. like not not everyone needs to come into my space. But right, right. So a lot of my clients are either friends, people I've been introduced to, we've been working together for a sure. while, and we've developed a rapport, established and there's again trust the established or, trust, established right. safety. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. One of my friends was like, I worry about someone becoming a psycho stalker and then like coming after you. I'm like, that's <laughs> eh, just not, that's not the kind of people I'm seeing. Like right. I don't even let people just book with me automatically online. You have to talk with me first that's smart, and yeah. then we'll meet in person. And if there's any issue yeah. at all, I feel like it goes to, you know, Somebody the office else. that's at the therapy office yeah. that I'm at. So. Wow. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. If you can work from home, great place. Yeah. Save time, save money. Uh, be more productive just because if, you know, if I don't have a client in between these two sessions, I just go to my computer, work on my podcast, shoot off an email, whatever. You're still doing the thing. Look at you. It's awesome. Always hustling. I know. Always. It's so fun. It's fun to have people like you to, I don't know, draw inspiration from and just watch, like watch, watch you grow. Like there's a few people that have, you know, that I've developed relationships with and it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to watch. It's really cool to see people actually doing it. You know, I've also had other people on that say they're d- going to do shit and say they're going to do this and that, and they don't do anything. Mm. Like they get real, like just a full head of steam for a hot minute, and then it becomes too hard. They lack execution. Mm-hmm. Or or discipline. Or discipline, yeah. That's see, that's my thing. I yeah, you do all those tests out there and whatnot. One thing that I have actually found that I like is strengths finders because it's based on this idea that you can certainly try and work on the things that you're bad at, but you're never going to be fantastic at them. Work mm-hmm. on what you're really, really good at. Focus on using that strength and that's where you'll find your success. Um, so in coming from that place, I realized that I lack any of my top 10 strengths in the execution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm more in like creation, ideation, that kind of stuff. Big I think pi- most creative picture. people are like that. I see how everything's very connected. Mm-hmm. Connectedness is one of my things actually. So, the thing that I had an issue with with doing drugs at Bonnaroo is I did acid for the first time. Mm-hmm. LSD, I had just, you know, let's look at all the things that therapists used to do in the 60s and 70s with, with LSD. I was, like, ready to finally try it and see what that experience was like. Um, that night, I was feeling very disconnected from the universe. Like, I was alone. And it took me, like, two weeks to pull myself back out of that. I remember, like, no, one of your top strengths is connectedness. It's also analytical, like, you see the connections and all things. So I kind of had to shake myself out of that. Yeah. And yeah, get, get back to what's what's real, <clears throat> which is as childish Gambino was saying when I was down there, like everything is beautiful because everything is connected. We are all one and we are all connected. 
So I had to like rechannel him. It's crazy. I think probably my problem was during my acid trip, Post Malone was on stage. And that's downer music, man. I'm not a Post Malone fan. I'm not a Post Malone fan either. It just seemed so sad uh, the whole time. I was like. I just don't like anything about it or him. I wasn't at his show. It's just yeah. what I could hear while I was experiencing my yeah. trip in the woods. Right. So, oh. Yeah. Bummer. What's the perfect music you could have thought of? Everyone was telling me I should have done it during the fish set because they were. Fish was there? Fish was there. Oh, yeah. Thursday and Sunday. Oh, how, wow. Yeah. They did two sets fish, actually on Sunday. Was that like a special thing? They're not still That was just a, yeah, a special or anything, thing. Are they? Yeah, that was a special thing. Wow. Was it Friday night? No, I did it Friday because they were after Childish Gambino. Yeah. Childish was the best set that I saw. Oh, there, he's by the way. one of the most talented. He's he just was artists. Amazing. Yeah, he's great. I like him a lot. Yeah. He's got some, yeah. Grizz was really good, too. I loved Grizz's set. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It sounds like a great... Who, saw, al- who else was Solange, there? I saw Solange, Cardi B. saw her rip her... Co- she was hilarious. She's like, hey, Al, I ripped my fucking costume. This is some bullshit. I gotta go change. Oh, nice. She came back out in a bathrobe. was all <laughs> over her social media. Like She performed the rest of her Bonnaroo set in a bathrobe. Oh, wow. Poor thing. She was sweating her ass off. Oh, yeah. It was because it was like the first night that was hot. The other nights got pretty comfortable. But also you're on stage, you're dancing, there's lights, all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. But it's it's human in Tennessee. Oof. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Cardi B's semi-problematic for me with some of the stuff that she's done this year and said this year. So, Oh, like, about the dudes taking yeah, the dudes back and cool. drugging them? That's, that's not, not cool. cool. That's not cool at all. Mm-mm. And nobody gave a shit about it. Uh, Well... I went and saw a few of her songs, and honestly, what drove me away from her set was her hype man. After every single song, and before she'd start another one, it was make some motherfucking noise. And I'm like, I will clap for her. I trust me. I don't need you to come out and scream that at me after every single yeah. two and a half minute song that she does. Like the hype man. There's sixty thousand people standing here. Do you think we're not going to clap for her when she's? That's what drove me away from her set. Right. Yeah. The hype man. Uh, hype man is so annoying Solange's set was much better yeah yeah it sounds like a Lumineers were fantastic Fish would have been dope I I had a hot I heard Fish I didn't stand there and watch Fish yeah Yeah. I would have liked that but we were also intense only so we're right by yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right by it cool I would like to do a festival like that you want to go next year when is it it's always the same like when, when going into like the second week mm. so it'll be the um because it was the what 14th through 16th or 13th through 16th this year so it'll be like the 14th through whatever next year i'll f- i'll keep it in mind my son's birthday is the 21st oh it, it's the weekend before that okay yeah well that's father's day weekend yeah it's always father's day weekend oh hmm. i'm a father so treat yourself <laughs> to a weekend <laughs> away from my uh, kids right <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough I mean, one. There's other festivals. God, that does sound cool. You can spend time with them when you get back or time before you go. Uh, like, trust me, I, I I can probably justify something like that for myself. I mean, really, <laughs> what what is Father's Day other than spending time with your kids and getting like a hand no, card? No, you're right. They can still <clears throat> do that before or after. No, you're right. I did have a good I Father's sent my Day dad though. his card before I left, and I texted him. So I was still a good daughter and gave him his, you know, nice. normally what he would have on Father's right. Day other than my presents, <clears throat> but. What are your goals with your podcast? Oh, well, I want people to again hear different experiences that are 
completely outside of anything they've ever talked about or discussed or experienced on their own. I believe very strongly that it takes having a conversation with people that are different than you in -hmm. order to change your worldview. And so many people are insulating themselves with people that think just like them. Yeah. Or look just like them or act just like them. A lot of echo chambers. Right, right. So I want people to hear different experiences, whether Mm -hmm. that's from someone who's a different race, someone who's differently abled, someone who's differently gendered. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. Just different voices, different experiences. Right. I want to help expand people's minds. I, of course, want to educate people about sex and sexuality mm-hmm. um, and sexual health. Um, gosh, I mean, some of the things that I've talked about, both with clients and just with people in general, I'm, I'm not... I'm not laughing at them for lacking knowledge. I'm just sometimes really, really shocked. But then I have to pull myself back and think, yes, I've done a lot of self-education, but I also, you know, was able to learn things as I grew up. Mm-hmm. Not everybody had that luxury. Not right. everybody got really good factual, you know, sex or health information. Right. Or they've forgotten it or they, they got bad info. I don't know. Just there's a lot of things out there that I'm like, man, I'm I am here for a reason and I'm, yeah. I'm doing good work because oh some of the things that I educate people on I'm just like oh bless your heart I like I have empathy and understanding for them it's not it's not pity and it's not like how could you not know this mm-hmm. it's oh <laughs> doll, let's talk really let's talk mm-hmm. and you're just real with them mm-hmm. and then oh yeah yeah I mean Here's an example. Sometimes it's not always about sex. Sometimes it's about relationships too. Sure. You know, and you, we're trying to talk a lot about gender equality and things like inequity these days. And I had a client who was talking about his his goals for himself. And he mentioned a goal that was about, I want to make more money. I want to make more money than her by X date. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Tell me more about that goal. <clears throat> and and he's, he's saying like what it would be. I was like, so... Tell me why the comparison. Why is it about making more money than her rather than making more money than you have in the past? Like, Mm -hmm. how much did you make last year? And he said, the amount. I Mm -hmm. go, okay, well, that goal is, what, one and a half times what you made last year. Is that a realistic goal? He's like, well, but it's more money than her. I go, okay. So I'm not often very directive in the way that I coach people, but I feel like we need to have a conversation about this right now. Mm -hmm. So... The fact that your expectation is that she will always make less money than you or that you will make more money than her. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about framing that too. Like why why does that have to be the way that it is? And I kept asking him why over and over and over again until he got to the point where he admitted, well, that's the societal expectation mm-hmm. that I make more money than my future spouse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's break down like what has she done to get to the point in her career where she makes that much money? And he, you know, talked about her education, her time at the company, all that stuff. I'm like, okay, you're an entrepreneur. Let's talk about what it took you to make that much money last year. Mm-hmm. And he was laying that out. I go, so when you think about how you've got to get to that goal, let's break that down about how you can be smart about your goal against yourself. And then talking about, again, being realistic and everything. And then just getting him down that path to realize how sexist, innately sexist that view was. It, it was a little bit of a struggle because, again, you're trying to ask questions and mm-hmm. not be too directive. But once he finally got like, okay, 
I get it. And really helping him not just see like that was a sexist attitude, but understand how that affects her. Like think about how if you're looking your spouse in the eye and saying, I have to make more money than you, that either means you have to diminish yourself or I've got to raise my expectation. Like that always ends up becoming a like you expect them to meet in the middle. And that's just not that's not fair. That's not equitable. She's worked her ass off. You want to make more money than her? Great. You compare yourself to yourself and you work your ass off. Right. But it should never be about, again, making more money than your partner because mm-hmm. that's what's expected of you. Right. Because then why does a woman always have to lower herself and date somebody that, you know. Okay. Why is it okay for a male doctor to marry like a teacher or a nurse or someone like that? However, when the roles are reversed, and, and same with then maybe that person becomes a stay-at-home parent, reverse those roles, society's not always okay with that. And why is that? I, I don't know. I mean, I could give you an, an right? answer, but it'd be Cause just Because it's full of bullshit. Let's yeah. just, like, shed the bullshit. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah. yeah, so if you, if you want to become more conscious and aware of the bullshit that we've been fed, it's time to stop feeding in mm-hmm. to the bullshit that you were fed. Sure. That's where I had to pull him out. I recognize like that's an expectation. That's not that's not fair and that's yeah. not equitable. I would say probably a common argument for that against that would maybe be and on an evolutionary standpoint that the man has always been the provider. They've gone out and hunted the meat. Have they? Always that's, mm, they're saying when who knows? I'm saying I'm giving you the argument since when we first were cave people. It was the the men are stronger than women. This isn't about going out, getting the meat and bringing it home Where and providing, providing meat. The most important thing back then was food. Just because that's the way, the way things have quote unquote always been does not mean that that's the way things always will be or, and and that's not, that's not always fair across all, uh, cultures. Right. I'm telling you You from just an evolutionary standpoint argument, I think that's where it'd be that, Hey, we're, we're just since it's in our dna since we started being people but again let's let's back up to this whole so i get what you're trying to do which is to find the like where that probably came from but really really where it comes from is just that society equates money with being able to provide providing has shifted you know when you think about in the context of what it was even 150 years ago here on the prairie providing was Mm -hmm. very different than what it is now okay so but that also doesn't mean like we don't have to draw all those unnecessary gender-based conclusions about what used to be and what is now i'm not saying his thinking's correct i'm just saying i think that might be kind of where but that kind of feeling would come from like i don't feel like as much of a man let's not pull this whole evolutionary you know mythology into it because that's really like that's making a lot of assumptions to say like you're going back to your reptilian brain you're doing all this no like let's talk about how our society tries to condition people because it's not every single society that's like that so this is just about conditioning and it's about breaking ourselves of that societal conditioning that's taught us things yeah i don't know what what are some societies where the 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 bottom line is it's teaching if it's teaching you something that creates strife in your life Right. Or discomfort. Oh, sure. That's what it's about. But we do need this. We do need some level of discomfort. You don't need to have discomfort in your relationship to where you no. expect a woman to diminish herself no. in order to meet I, a man. Is he saying he less. Need, was he saying that she needed to diminish herself? Did he say you need to make less? Stop making so much. You need to make less so I can catch when up I, to you. 
when I got him to talk about second, I'm trying not to reveal too much about it, Clint, sure. but you know, when you think, think about what's not even just necessarily about him or that situation, but think about how if that one partner has that expectation, I have to make more money than my other partner, that competitiveness is not healthy for a relationship. Right. No, so it's not, it doesn't yeah. matter what the competition is about. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to be in competition with your partner. Right. They're your partner. Mm-hmm. And again, if the roles are reversed, society's usually okay with. And that was even the thing that I was bringing <clears> up <throat> to him was like, I asked him that question for, do you think it's okay for a neuroscientist to marry an elementary school teacher? You know, widely different education backgrounds, probably widely different salaries. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? It's like, yeah, reverse it. She makes quarter million dollars, you know almost a million dollars a year and he makes 30 40 thousand a year as a middle school teacher mm-hmm. is that okay he's like mm. like see why is that not okay mm-hmm. it's just the gender that's reversed yeah they're still in love and good human beings and in a partnership but one of them makes more money than the other does it matter what's between their legs and he's like oh. so it's that moment he realized yeah his opinion wasn't really based on what he actually believed it was based on something that other people were telling him and it's not about being mad at what those other people have told you it's realizing that they got the wrong information and the people before them gave them the wrong information and so on and so on and so on it's a generational thing for a lot of that so it takes stopping in the moment asking yourself how you really feel about something and then reassessing right you're going like either yes that's genuinely my belief or like "Mm, maybe that is some bullshit now what if that is his belief is that okay to have that belief? Again, if he's when he was is it asking okay himself, for him to be sexist? Not for him, huh? I don't really think that when people these days there's ask some themselves dudes, some of those hard some questions, there's like, some out there. But I'm I a sexist and I'm fine with it. But when you okay, so when you ask that person, like, what if that was your daughter? That's a good place that always hits them. Like, mm, yeah. no, no one's gonna treat my, you know. So then you really do believe <laughs> probably. That's the thing. Yes, are, is there gonna be some people out there who are genuinely sexist and they're shitheads yes right but for the most part i think there are a lot of people out there who have some ill-informed attitudes Mm -hmm. that when they're really presented with questions or or things like that they'll stop and they'll go well that's the thing people don't want to think anymore about a lot of issues they just want to i mean hey as a coach i see it all the time people that are wanting to develop some some new attitudes or or they recognize like, okay, what I've been thinking or how I've been acting hasn't gotten me anywhere. So wh- wh- what up, do I need right? to do differently? Yeah. That's respectable. Mm-hmm. And why not come to you? Right. You're a professional. I, I've had people come to me who say like, I'll get a first date. I'll get a second date. It just doesn't go anywhere after that. And I am hoping this po- your podcast, it kind of helps you out with that too. Like it's kind of like a marketing tool type yeah. too. Like maybe people I mean, will come. One of my episodes was about that, like you know? how to, um, how to, Get back out onto the dating scene after a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. That was a listener question. Yeah. So. You just just got to do it. Get mm-hmm. out there. Get you on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Get you a Bumble. Go to the or grocery hinge. store. I know that's the one I've been talking about a lot, but yeah. It just hinge depends upon what Or match. match. It just depends upon what you're Plenty looking for. Fish. But it depends what upon ones? what uh, dumpster uh, fire you're looking for. Farmers only. <laughs> Coffee meets bagel. Coffee meets bagel. Mm-hmm. Never heard of that one. Yeah, there's and then Grindr. there's and then there's all sorts of ones for like um like open and poly relationships. Uh there's some for, you know, BDSM. There's some for um 
bisexuals plenty for just like gay folks like you know female focused or male focused yeah there's all sorts of dating apps out there if people want to get at you for relationship advice or whatever on that professional level mm-hmm. how do they do it they can either go to my website and fill What's out my your form, open the doors coaching.com. Make sure you make that doors plural. Uh, they can fill out my contact form or they can just email me directly, Kristen, which is K R I S T E N, at open the doors coaching.com. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can find me. But yeah, that's You're definitely a service find. that I, I'm easy to find. I make my, I make myself easy to find. Got yes. to. Yeah. I mean. You got any more questions for me? You, we've, mm. you haven't done a whole lot. We can go a little bit more. We can go a little bit more? Well, yeah, I'm in no hurry. I'm just, we're just throwing it out yeah. there. People, if you want to find her, there it is. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times people ask me, I'm twice divorced. And they ask me, well, are, do you think you'll ever get married again? Do you believe in marriage? Things like that. Um, that's what they ask when they hear you're twice divorced? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> What do you expect them to ask me? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I would have been like... Didn't you learn your lesson the first time? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Why didn't you keep any of them around? No, I do get asked sometimes, like, what happened? Huh. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah people love that one. Why didn't it work? I was like... Why doesn't I, I anything work? I used to work? leave the, the toilet seat up. That's why it didn't work. What do you want? You really want to sit... Like, are you that... Like, you want to know? Like, it's going to take a long time to answer that question. Yeah, like, right. People just think... Oh, it was. It, what do you? I mean, like you think there's a simple answer for a divorce? Sometimes people get really brazen with the things that they say or the things that they ask. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, so you know, as as a sex and relationship coach, someone that says I'm twice divorced, I I sometimes when they ask me that stuff, I, I just make the joke of like, well, I know more of what not to do than what to do. Oh, mm-hmm. But no, it's anyway. But they'll often ask me like, well, do you believe in marriage or would you ever get married again? And I say, you know, I'm may never get married again never and i think never. it would take something really really special i'm definitely more picky this time around right. if i'm gonna do it a third time like high high standards sure yeah yes um but what about you what do you think about marriage because i say like no I, I believe in love and i believe in marriage absolutely i think that open relationships and polyamorous relationships are great but it's up to everyone to kind of figure it out so like what what do you feel like your first marriage really taught you about marriage and relationship structures that's a question? Yep. That was a, wow, that was a lengthy question. Mm, well, just some commentary in there with it. Right, right. What was what, what did I learn from yeah, my marriage? like, do you still believe in monogamy? Are you still, like, open to marriage again? Because, you know, sometimes people are like, I'm never getting married again. I'm still figuring things out. Oh, I've learned, what I've learned from that marriage is communication is key. Mm-hmm. And I still knew that, but communication is really, really key with everything. you got to just communicate you have to be yourself and comfortable with yourself and confident enough in yourself that if who you are doesn't isn't going to work with a person they're just they're not going to match mm-hmm. you just have to realize that and just be like this sucks but it's not going to work out mm-hmm. like I, I wish i would have realized that <clears throat> you know my ex is, is is a really great person but we just weren't just not a fit you mm-hmm. know what i mean just there's too many it just you know what i mean weren't that compatible yeah okay. there's just you know um so i've learned to just kind of like you just have to be yourself and you have mm-hmm. to be accepted if, if if you can you just have i don't know like one thing is being learn to be accepted you have to find someone that can accept you fully yeah. where you can be your authentic self exactly like all the time mm-hmm. it's um, too hard to be anybody else yeah communication 
authenticity. So when you say you're still figuring things out, are you still figuring out like... I don't know that I ever want to get married again. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I want to sign a contract with <laughs> another woman in the government. Right. Fuck you know, it's so that's kind of like that. That's my type thing against marriage. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not against monogam a monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't you know, I, I, I don't I'm not against that. Um, but I just don't. I and again, never say never. I don't. I I'm not gonna say I'll never get married. I just. I don't. Right now, I'm still just like, eh. I don't. I, I marriage doesn't. What's why? Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. My I mean, that's my my I've divorce uh, didn't treat me too well, and I'd like to not have to go through that just the legal process and all mm -hmm. that stuff. I don't know. But then, you know, then there's benefits to it. But that's how they suck in. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, again, I, I would also wouldn't want, you know, you don't go into a marriage going, uh, what happens if, if this doesn't work out? You don't want to have that what if, but I don't know. It's still, it is a business transaction. I don't know. Look, it I'm becomes rambling. a business transaction as soon as you have to sign a legal document that's binding yeah, with the government. Exactly. Yeah, the state. Yeah. And it just, that just gets messy. So. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah so that's kind of been my my thing too is mm -hmm. that I could absolutely see myself with someone for the rest of my life that doesn't necessarily mean we have to sign a piece of paper that says that we are legally bound to one another mm -hmm. we may or may not we'll see but yeah I'm not I'm not opposed to marriage I'm not anti-marriage um you know I think sometimes when people think that you know if you're in an open relationship or you have done you know kind of like your time with Polly or whatever that that means it's just your lifestyle. Like people kind of flow in and out of whatever relationship structure you think they feel is best for them at the time. Right. And sometimes people go to that um, that way and they stay that way. You know, they're always poly, they're always open, whatever, mm -hmm. and then they never close it off. Other people realize either at the time of their life they're at or just whatever that's not for them. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I don't take one side or the other. I don't think that you should be monogamous or you should be poly. Because some people that are poly think everyone should be poly. It's just not right for everybody. Right. Yeah, there's books out there it's that like say, a, again, they do a, a lot of the evolutionary science on why everyone should be poly. There's <laughs> yeah. a couple books out there that are, yeah. that are like that. Um, yeah. It actually makes our civilization stronger genetically to have like a lot, not have like one whole generation of kids be from the same partner, I think is what part of the argument is. Yeah, makes sense. Unless you got a couple of just like The Rock and Rebecca Lobo <laughs> making babies constantly. Yeah. I mean, they're going to do better than me and with you and then me. And then, no, I'm just, like, I'm, I'm taking two like just studs. Okay. Yeah, I'm just taking two studs, The Rock and Rebecca Lobo. Imagine the kids they would produce. Are you kidding me? <laughs> just, I mean, they, and I'm saying if, if, if you, and, if you and I had a kid and then me and Miss California over here, I had a kid with her. Those those two kids could be badasses, but they're not going to be the rock Rebecca Lobo <laughs> jeans. They're not going to no. be that badass. You're not that uh, svelte there. Neither friend. are you. No. <laughs> it's not just me. It's just what I'm saying. Yeah. So you see, that's, yeah, well, then that's, yeah, never mind. That's oh. where you start going down a real dark road. Right. <laughs> so anyway, but my whole point is like, I don't pick sides. So, but yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of people assume that just because I'm a divorcee that I think that marriage is terrible. Or, right. Yeah, or that I'm telling people. I mean, I have coached people through divorces. Do you know who Neil Strauss is? Yeah. Heard of Neil Strauss, yeah. Read some of their stuff. Mm -hmm. He's got the, the game. Mm -hmm. 
and then and then he did another one like I'd like to get I'd like to sit down and talk to that guy. He's had an interesting pickup. Yeah, he was the pickup pick artist. He was mm-hmm. a pickup artist. Yes, I'm very familiar with that. And then I think he's actually kind of retracted from some of that. He's stuff. retracted from like almost. Which is he, good. He, now he's got it. Now he's it in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> he like quit all of that. He was with this one girl and said, I just want to go. And he did it all. I mean, he was going to these sex parties with celebrities in Vegas. Doing just doing every day living with like two or three him. chicks. But he was doing yeah, it all. He didn't need to go write a whole book series about being a pickup artist. That was ridiculous. At the time, it was great. It made him money. He was an author. I think what happened was I think he did like a I could be so mistaken but I think he did like an article for like Maxim or something mm-hmm. and it really took off and he was like hey I can make a book right why not it yeah. wasn't just he's about a, he's a capitalist it yeah. wasn't just about picking up women it was also about teaching men self-confidence and it was taking like wallflower type dudes and being like hey get out there and open your mouth and, and get some friends like the little clip art is like I don't, yeah. I don't mean to necessarily knock everything that he's done because actually I, I know a few guys who said that they like read his book and did that for a little while and i could see how that probably just lifted their confidence a bit right but they both admittedly did some dickish things oh well throughout that process how old were they Uh, 20s i guess in their 20s yeah tell me a guy tell me a guy in the 20s a single dude that's not doing dickish things i mean and and there's chicks that are out there doing bitchy things too there's yeah there's some but i mean again there's a spectrum of behavior uh, yes exactly yes there's just those yeah. people exist. It's not all. Yes. Yes. There's just, there's dicks out there and there's non-dicks out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. But I think, I mean, if, if that was used as a tool. I, my point is, I think his his latest book was like how all of that was like, yeah, done. done. It's You don't need any of that. I found, he said he found one woman, but then he left her to go do all that and then came back to her and she accepted it. And then he's like, yeah, he's like, now just straight monogamous with just her. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a fascinating to read his last book on that, knowing from what he was, mm-hmm. and just seeing that journey of like the game to. Yeah. I, I wish I remember what what, the, what this book was called. I've read it recently. It was really good. Do you have it? I no. I don't. It was I. Uh, I had it from the library. Oh. Okay. I I have the library. I literally can walk to the library. Oh, it's nice. Right. Um, Saves yeah. you a lot of money. Yeah, I've been going to the downtown library a lot lately and getting some stuff. Uh, I was just reading Stonewall, actually. What's Stonewall? Well, it's about the Stonewall riots because it's the 50th anniversary. That's why World Pride this year was in New York City. The Truth. It's called The Truth, an uncomfortable book. Hold on. Anyway, so it's just about how the kind of the history around the Stonewall riots and how that got started. I don't know what the Stonewall riots are. Stonewall riots is what started Pride. So it was the, the New York City Police Department was kept going to bars. Um, Gay bars or something? <clears throat> Gay bars, yeah. And they were, I mean, back then it was still illegal. Sodomy, things like that was illegal. Um, what year was this? The 50s, you said? This was in the 60s. So 60s? It's, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of shit was going on in yeah. the 50s and 60s. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, and just one night, it finally, people had had enough. Mm-hmm. And they started throwing stuff at the p- cops. And they lit shit on fire. So started pride started as a riot. How many people were involved in this? Hundreds. I mean... I mean, the, the bar is not that big. So there's about 100 people there. But there's, you know, people just in the vicinity. And then it just grew. And yeah. Oh, wow. Um, But that was what led to the very first parade of people being out and saying, like, we're, we're here. We're, here, we're queer. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but that was kind of the first time that anyone in the LGBT community really organized. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot about uh, Sylvia 
gosh dang it because i've been talking so long uh marsha p johnson and fuck what's sylvia's last name i can see her pinkerton no i can see her in my mind's eye but i'm losing her last name right now anyway uh but yeah it's an interesting book i'm about halfway through it so but i'm very jealous of several of my friends who went this weekend and were at world pride and at stonewall the heartland men's chorus here in town are you familiar with them no the the lgbt um well, it's not it's mostly gay men, but there are a few women in there. So, um, but it's a gay men's chorus. And there's okay. allies in there too that sing. But yeah, they just do a lot to like raise awareness and raise money um, for LGBT causes here in town. And they went and they were singing at Carnegie Hall last night. Really? Yeah. So several of my wow. friends were at the uh, <coughs> World Pride party there out front of Stone. Let me Hall. get one of we're them. We're all on started. We're all started. Hell yeah. Okay. I have a friend who would definitely want to be on your podcast because he's you got gave some stuff me, he You would. gave me a friend to be on my podcast. Yeah, I did. Dre. Dre's episode was great. I It did make me chuckle how like right away he's <laughs> like, oh, it's not one of her clients. I just want to clarify that. <laughs> no, he was not. I've known him for a while, long before yeah, he started yeah. this business. So. Super smart dude. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, he's awesome. I love what he's doing. Yeah, throw me throw me anybody. I, I, I always think of you in the back of my mind too with my guests. I'm like, I wonder if she'd be interested in this person. Yeah, I mean, if they've got... An interesting But then story. I have to think about like, yeah, if it's going to be like, yeah. Wait, well, you, you can, you know, when you're done talking I, to him, just ask him like, hey, are you interested in being on any other shows? I got, you know, this friend, I've got this friend and hey, I've got sex coach Kristen. I'll keep him coming. Actually, so. I got someone for you. Yeah. Kay. I actually do have someone for you. Thanks. Yeah. I'll hit her up. Cool. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. I'll be happy to help you find guests too. support your stuff. So what's, that's what's great about the community kansas city community like they're all just so supportive of each other like mm-hmm. a lot of the creatives you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's really cool and entrepreneurs i've only found a couple that's been one thing i mean yeah. i'm a little bit more in the entrepreneurial space than yeah. you are so it's one thing is that people are always willing to open their doors and and chat um yeah nobody really says if they don't they don't say no in this city they say like yes but or yes and mm-hmm. so that's that's a very <clears throat> different approach to say like no i can't help you it's like yes i can help you but right now i'm really busy can we meet up in a month yeah or yes i absolutely want to help you or oh, yes i'd love to help that, you but yeah. this person's better and they'll peop- make other yeah. introductions a lot of busy people oh yeah people are people are busy entrepreneurs people are, busy. People are, are busy. hustling but they're also willing to i think take time and help other folks that's yeah. just i've had a lot of good <laughs> luck I've, I've been running into more and more people saying no or or canceling last minute type stuff or but yeah for the most part it's it's yeah there's people are so willing and awesome around here just reaching out to them see that's why i wanted to build up a catalog of episodes because in case someone needed to cancel or reschedule i'd have something else i did that too and now i'm 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 like wearing thin on your wearing real thin like (laughs) you're next week (laughs) i got someone tomorrow and then you're i i I was having two backups Mm -hmm. but now i just have the one backup which Mm -hmm. is fine it sh- I should replenish. I've got some stuff scheduled. You could do a best of episode just to like build you up a week of buffer or something. Oh, I wouldn't even That's know. That's what some to... podcasts do. You just pull I clips would... from old episodes. Yeah, that would be. That would take work and editing. No, I like doing that. <laughs> I've been doing that. Uh, I did a bunch last night doing like uh, for Instagram. Like I've been doing. So I'm starting to do. I've been doing like one minute clips. I've been wanting to do that. Yeah, make a one minute clip. I of... saw those. On you, and I do a video of it, and I put mm-hmm. that on Instagram. 
and then I, and then I do a throwback Thursday, mm-hmm. a one minute clip on Thursday. I go back. I started with episode one, mm-hmm. uh, and I made episode four and five last night, and those will be out, you know, next Thursday mm-hmm. and then Thursday after that. It's yeah. fun making that stuff. So since you do video, I don't do video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's easier for you to do that. But I've seen like audio clips same. that too, like where you just had like the the logo or just a you know. Yeah. Canva or whatever, but you've got like the audio playing over just uh It's the same for clip. you. You you can you can uh edit yours the exact same way. It's just splitting. You mm-hmm. you already edit, you know how to do it. Yeah. Do it. So you could do like put a picture Teach me, show me how later. Yeah, you take a picture, put a picture up uh-huh. and then just put the the audio of your one minute audio of whatever it is you want okay. on there. All right. I'll do it. You could I do, mean, there's I all different things. You could do take a picture of your guest every week. That's one thing I'm always so terrible about is taking pictures. Uh-huh. When I have it takes guests. a while. Yeah. We're still brand new. Right? I'm still really bad at it too. I'm like, yeah. oh shoot, I forgot to get it. Yeah. Um, but take a picture of them and then you put it up with their one minute clip. Mm-hmm. That might be cool. There's all kinds of different things you can do. Thanks for the ideas. Yeah. I want to help you keep just improving. Yeah. Get better. Because it's fun. I mean, I, I, feel keep like, learning. I feel like I got a piece of, uh, I got a little personal investment into mm-hmm. your podcast yes yes you do it's awesome when I, when I start getting sponsorship you'll get a check no, just kidding nope no nope. i won't accept <laughs> it oh thanks yeah well do you have any last minute questions for me as a sex coach something about dating sex relationships maybe that it doesn't have to be for you you could be asking for a friend i'm asking no i was gonna actually just say i know somebody that tried one of those sex pills recently okay and it freaking worked. <laughs> what did it do? What was it for and what did it do? It was for, I guess it was just for, I guess it was like Viagra. Like, bam. It's just boom and it's angry. It's angry. It's ready to go. Okay. At the moment's notice. And you and and it's it's just fuller and harder. It worked. It freaking worked. <laughs> it was crazy. And then did it and then... But was it healthy? Was it safe? Do you know? Like, that's the thing. Like, do you no, really know I, what I, you're taking? No. Do you have any idea what you took? Uh, so from the research I've done, they put a bunch of natural stuff in there. Such as? I, fuck if I know. That's but, the point. But, but here's, the, here's the thing. <laughs> what I, The research I've done, what, usually, what it usually is, is it's usually like Viagra or Cialis. Those main ingredients, and it's just in that. How is that legal to sell over the counter then? They, they, get, they get around it. I don't know. It's not FDA approved. I'm okay. just saying. Okay. I, no, I'm, good, somebody I don't that necessarily I know. always take things that are FDA approved. I got that. I got that. But I'm what just I'm saying, saying is. I'm not saying go out If you're out saying it's the stuff that's in Viagra and Cialis, which is, a, I think, a controlled substance. Not that it's controlled substance. But what I'm saying is, like, you have to be careful about the dosage. Yeah. That's okay? the thing. They, so if you you're selling know, something yeah. over the counter to people who can't properly dose it mm-hmm. based on their body weight or age or also taking into account you're not supposed to take those things if you've got any heart conditions right you know is there a warning label on like don't take this yeah, if you have a heart there's condition a warning label on okay there. still they care you're buying it okay when you have to get a prescription from your doctor it. prevents you from doing it yes there's black market but that's really what it is yeah. and it's just not i don't think that's healthy or that's safe and i don't think that's responsible for people to just take something they don't know what it is right anyways i test my lsd for god's sakes i'm not just like mm, cool uh. Like, why would I take something over the counter from a gas station or hey. want my partner to do that? That just that's some people like to live on the edge. I knew you would say that. Some people. Like I just knew danger. it. In fact, that rolled through my head. He's going to say some people just like living on the edge. Yeah. You're one of those. Yeah. 
<laughs> Look, Go I should. You know what? It was yeah. Someone recommended it, and then someone brought it to me and said, "Here, try this." I said, "All right." Is this one of those things? And I tried it, and boom. So, anyway, so you're also the kind of person that will just try drugs. Anyone here? No, like, no, 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 no way. This. Nope, it's no way. No, it's no. A Molly. No, I would not do. I've never done Molly. Hmm. I've never. No, I wouldn't do that. It's fun. Uh, yeah. Anyways, and then so I had done. I got done mm-hmm. having sex, mm-hmm. and usually I'm good. I'm good to go. I, I, I'm done. I'm, all right, I had sex. I'm. I'm not ready to go. It's going to be a while. Okay. I'm going to need some water. I'm going to need to go. Your have refractory some period. Long. I have a fairly long refractory period. What's long? Five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour? Hours. Hours. I'm not okay. ready. I, if I do it once, I'm not ready to go again anytime soon. Okay. This stuff, boom, it was like five minutes after. Just as same as the, it was, yeah, it was... It was interesting. No problems, no issues with that. No problems, no issues. Okay. No extended or no, erection that's what after I was that. A, no, that's what I was afraid of. I was like, I don't want to be hard for four hours. <laughs> have to go to the doctor and be like, hey, help a brother out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just the, yeah. what I'm saying is, okay, so did you get lucky and have a really good experience probably. on whatever this yeah, was? Yeah, probably. Sure. Probably. But is there also the chance that maybe you or other people out there could have a really bad experience on this? Or a stuff? really good experience. They could absolutely have a bad experience or a good experience. Yeah. But I what's the worst experience they would have? I think that there's probably, what, okay, well, again, well, whatever you took, there's right. a way to also acquire that in a safe way mm-hmm. that makes sure that your dosage is fine and all that stuff, I, mean, I guess is what yeah. I'm saying, is there's alternatives to buying. If that's really what you need. Uh, that's the thing. You don't even know what you took. You don't know what that stuff is. Yeah, I don't. Just, I, it was just, it was, that's, it, that's what it was, it was, it. it was recreational. It was like a recreational, just, it was just a recreational drug that's legal, ladies and gentlemen. Vitamins. Vitamins. It's a supplement. Recreationally. Trying. Again, I'm I just. Feel, I'm so, I, I feel like I'm being judged right now for I don't necessarily think Taking that you're a fucking station. idiot for taking it. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that you're the smartest man in the world for oh, taking it. Oh, I don't it. claim to be. No, so no, that's okay. You reside somewhere I, in the middle, and that's why you took it. I don't I don't want to be the smartest man in the world. I've seen Elon Musk. He's He says you don't want what he has. I'm fine being dumb and semi-attractive. What there more, you go. What more can you ask for? There you go. <laughs> Just, Yeah. You know where I stand on the, the gas station <laughs> supplements. Like I said, like, I'm not saying go out there and get it, guys. But I am saying the kind I had was called kangaroo. <laughs> oh, that's why kangaroo came up earlier. Yeah. Oh, got it. <laughs> oh, okay. It all makes sense now. Yep. Yep. The long. He bounced back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She gets it. I get it now. Oh, shit. Boom. Ladies Good and gentlemen. <laughs> the Inner Talk Podcast. This was episode 57, probably. Any last words, young lady? No, come listen to me and keep them coming. And, and if, you've, if you think that you've got an interesting story you'd like to share, you know someone, have them reach out to me. Find me on the socials. Find me on my, my website or whatnot. Find our podcast. It's good. I like it. Um, open the doors coaching open the doors, open doors coaching KC. it's uh you can obviously find it on all the podcasts you'll all, have a link in your show notes too won't you probably we'll think about that 
Do you do show notes? Sort of. I need to work on that. I do, but they're not like good ones. That's the main reason I listen back to my episodes is so I can do my show notes. I need to. I'd like to hire somebody. Anybody out there, if you want to do my show notes, I'll pay you. But that means you have to listen to the show. <laughs> before it launches, too. Yeah. Before the episode's up. So you, but you got a couple so weeks. You've got you could listen to a bunch. and Yeah. I'll even pay for backlogged ones. Turnaround time. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Kristen, thank you so much. This was fun. And then, oh, wait, this is a swap cast. I should tell your people yeah. how they can yeah, find me. Yeah, how can me. they find you? We I was didn't just even thinking that. that. Yeah. Neanderthal podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, on all the socials? Everywhere. Neander, uh, on the social, uh, just find me on Instagram at neandertalkpod. And email me, neandertalkpodcast at gmail. Real easy. I'm YouTube. And what kind of guests are you looking for? Uh, if, you're, if you have an interesting story, if you've got an interesting, if you're an entrepreneur and have something really cool that you want to talk about and get out there, um, I, I'm interested. If you're a cool musician, if you're a comic, if you're a scientist, I'd like to get a paleontologist on here, mm. an Egyptologist, mm. uh, a, a climate change expert, a climate change denier. Um, whatever. Tell like, them the perspectives, right? I like, I like, I have just a wide variety. This, yeah. Okay. There you go. So if you've got one of those stories, reach out to Ryan at NeanderTalkPod on the socials. Yes. He's mostly, ac- mostly active on Instagram. That's for sure. Yep. Cool. All right. This was awesome. This is a fun little crossover episode. I love it. All right. Uh, we're out of here. Bye. See ya. Stop streaming. <laughs>